This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash roosterteeth. It's a podcast. Wow. That's a, the timely Rebecca Black cover there. That was the whitest was dancing I've ever seen. Have you seen the video? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, uh, Gavin and I were at VidCon just this last weekend, and Rebecca Black was there. Did you meet her? She only appeared on Friday. That was the one serious? day she did. Really? I don't know if they planned that, but yeah, she was only there on Friday, right? Was there a musical performance, yeah. or was it just like a panel? Who knows? Who knows? A, quote. <laughs> Musical performance. Yeah, quote unquote. So we're back, Bernie. But we are, we back! are back. And you guys have been Austin. around the world. Yeah. Yeah, we, we to all yeah. kinds of planets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, gang free. You can just walk out now. I mean, you've already. I was, no, I was going to say we've been all around planet Earth. And I said the wrong All around planet Earth. We've been to one planet. This, this one. We've been to many countries. This is the, oh God, this is the last two and a half weeks of my life, by the way. I forgot what you two looked like. It's, it's, it's nice to have you back. As soon as I saw Gavin this morning, I walked out of my office and he was standing in the foyer here and he was like, look, he bent over looking at something. I just ran up and kicked him in the ass as hard as I could. Kicked me in the asshole. I think I kicked him right I in mean, the asshole. And then you smiled and said, I missed you. <laughs> you know, we went to one of the stops that we made because we went so far away. We went to Perth, Australia at one point, which is the furthest point on the hey. globe that you can go from Austin, Texas. Yes. The antipode of Austin, I believe, is in the ocean west of Perth. Yes. Antipode. What? The exact point on the Earth that's opposite. Yeah. So do I'm we live in the pode? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so we live on the pode. And the, the, the antipode is against us. I'm impressed you know that too. If the pode ever touches the antipode, it blows up. <laughs> but yeah, we went to Perth and they told us that Perth is too far away to fly back in one go, so to book something else out along the way. How many hours do you think that is? You know, I'd like to tell you, but we I, I initially said, why don't we go to India? And Gavin's like, no. <laughs> oh, come on. That would have been awesome. That would have been great. Before, I wanted to get a head massage by Baba. <laughs> if you had done that, well, you could have literally flown all the way around the world then. From India, you, you go west and come back. You think we go west from India? Why? Why not? Oh, if you're well. doing it, I mean, fuck it. You're already that far. <laughs> if we wanted to guarantee, like, circumventing the globe, we could have gone back through Africa and stopped in Johannesburg. That would have been sweet. I had never been to Asia before, which is Asia a continent? Real quick, yeah. Kevin? Okay, good. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's a continent. So, <laughs> so, so I now get a little pin in Asia. So I've been to Asia now. And I, I've never been to Africa. I've never been to Antarctica. And I've never been to South America. I think you and me must have like the same list we're trying to fill out. Uh, what, all the continents? Yeah. I think this is the list that everyone has. Unless you're Gavin. No. <laughs> and then you have a different continent for Australia. Australasia? Is that what it's called? Australia? There's a lot of confusion about it. But you know, we talked about all the coincidences yeah, that we have. Yeah, crazy. So, uh, go, yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. So we literally just recorded that podcast where apparently Australasia isn't a continent. It's just a name for... A region. A region. Mm-hmm. And uh, the continent is called Australia, which all the Australians... 
very gladly pointed out to me over and over again. But we landed, and then we went to what was that museum we went to? Te Papa Museum. That oh, was it's an awesome museum. That was in Wellington. That was New in Wellington. And the first like bit we went to was a giant globe of like tectonic plates with all the continents written there. And it just said Australia there in fat letters. I was like, God damn it! And then we la- we landed in Perth a few days later. We sat down in a restaurant. I leant back in my chair and looked at the ceiling. And there was like a big mural on the ceiling with all the continents. Listen like, again, like right above our heads. Like it's all like, in your face. So you, you very quick, had, had you maybe been seeing them your whole life and just ignoring them? I like guess you have. But yeah, that's, that one said Australia as well. So. <laughs> I, got, I got pictures of both. Good. So here here is our total path that we took. We went from Austin to L.A. to Sydney to Wellington, New Zealand to Sydney to Perth <laughs> to Sydney to Tokyo to L.A., to Austin. To we went to Sydney three times wow. in a couple of weeks. Well, that was the weird thing. They told us not to not to fly back directly from Perth, so we said, okay, we'll stop in Tokyo. We literally stopped in Tokyo for 36 hours, but the flight went from Perth to Sydney to Tokyo. Oh, my God. So it's such a waste. <laughs> we actually got to fly back west. Yeah, we, we flew, flew east and then back to the west and then to the east again. It's a zigzag back up to America. Wow. Jeez, man. But we have been in so many different time zones, I just have no idea what time it is at this point. Being in New Zealand, which is 12 hours ahead of GMT. Which is where Gab's from. So New Zealand was the furthest point. He, that is the antipode for his Oh, home. nice. Congratulations. Thanks. And uh, but just being in that time zone, being at like the front of time, and having <laughs> being at the front of time. Yeah, I'm already gonna get upset by this conversation. On which planet, Gavin? We had we, this is an hour long conversation <laughs> while we're eating breakfast one day. What's behind time? GMT minus. Okay, so the G- US is behind. Okay, so I was explaining so the center of time is England. <laughs> okay, and GMT. time goes backwards and forwards around England. Okay, oh, of course. <laughs> That's why, that's why Doctor Who's from England. <laughs> exactly. Because he's a time well, lord. That's why that. they said it's zero, because it's where all the ways. time lords come yeah. from. But we, I was trying to explain to him that it, because he's at zero GMT, which is where he's used to coming from, that the furthest point away from him would be the international dateline. Because yes. that's exactly the opposite side. Yes. It's not the case for Austin, because Austin is negative six GMT already. Right. So you can go past the international dateline. Right. Okay. And then, the, so Perth is the furthest away we get and still be in a city on land and not bobbing in the middle of the ocean, like you said, at the antipode. And I had to explain to him that that's the furthest point we could be away geographically, but not the furthest point we could be away in time. Correct. That as we come east, we get closer to Austin, but we get further away in time. Yes. Because we're approaching the international dateline. No, he couldn't see it. The, he refused. <laughs> Absolutely. I get it. I, I've looked at it before. The opposite for us is GMT plus six, which is somewhere in eastern Russia near Kazakhstan, I believe. Or east of Kazakhstan, I want to say. Or anything along the north-south. Right. So I was looking at... Longitude. I was looking at For this. the record, I'm pro-pode. I don't want to think I'm anti-pode. <laughs> you don't want to go? I'm, I'm, I'm uh, our sister city is in Australia as well. Austin's sister city is... It's Adelaide, right? Adelaide. Yeah. So what does I, it mean, sister city? I have no idea. We All don't right. let our other city friends bang her. That's so, about yeah. <laughs> the way that works. But I was looking Speaking at this map. Speaking of Jordan while we were out there. <laughs> <laughs> what a great segue. I'm curious to learn more. You know, it's my goal in life to talk about Jordan's sister enough to where he has to do an RT animated adventure based on his sister. He wanted to draw his sister, didn't he? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. And how horrible that would be for him. You got a stick wavy arm fetish? <laughs> no, I don't have that. Plus, I gotta say, all Jordan's women look exactly the same. It doesn't matter who Mine it is. Mine has a frown. 
Yours has a frown? Yeah. So you're Kara with a frown? <laughs> no, I think they all originate from the two, the two dumb bitches on uh, well, the, San Diego. The hairstyles are different, if you pay close enough attention. <laughs> really close attention. Like, it's hard for distinct features to show in cartoons for girls, because it's like, we're just white girls with hair. <laughs> white girls with hair. We don't have beards or glasses or any other distinct well, features. Well, you should start wearing glasses. Girl beard. Yeah, okay. Yeah, girl beard. Sh- shave your hair. That'll work out. <laughs> I'll be bald for the rest of the time. Gab, yeah, what were you saying? I don't know. What was I saying? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> something really stupid. Oh, no, yeah. I was saying, I was looking at a map of the times. What are you talking about? That reminded you. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, right. <laughs> That's the point I was making. <laughs> I was looking at a map of the time zones, right? So, because they, they don't go straight down. They kind of, like, go around right. the borders of countries and stuff. But there's one, like, group of islands that is GMT plus 14. And it's actually past the international dateline. So, like, Hawaii is here. And then below it, is these islands, but Hawaii is backwards, and these islands are forwards. <laughs> okay. But it's like plus 14, so there's actually 26 time zones. Yeah, well, listen... Which means that one day lasts for 50 hours on the whole planet. One day lasts for 50 like hours? Like, one date will last for 50 hours total. Uh, how do you come up with 50? 50. Because <laughs> tw- 26 time zones in 24 hours. But it's still the same amount of time So you're adding 26 and 24 to get 50? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, are you not? <laughs> no. Why would the number of time zones affect the, the time that the Earth takes to rotate? Why is would 20, that make... What is 26? <laughs> Why are you adding them? You're just like coming up with numbers and putting them together. Yeah. There's seven days in a week, so maybe it's 57. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, no, there's their no... argument should be that there's 26 hours, not that there's 50. You're like, you're making a fucking idiotic argument and you can't even get the fucking numbers right. What are you talking about? So, okay. What? No, so in this group of islands... A day starts at midnight, right? And then... What are you on the <laughs> Right? But the day hasn't started in, like, Hawaii yet. That won't start... The day won't start in Hawaii for, like, another 26 hours. But there's a lot of overlap. Yeah, there's there no overlap. There is overlap. Between the, the, the front one and the back one. You, you just said, wait, there is a fucking overlap. Hawaii and this shitball island that's got you all <laughs> fucked up. So if there's one time understand? zone... If there's one time zone that's 12 hours ahead... So it would be 24 hours plus 12, wouldn't it be? How do we reach the math portion of the podcast? Hours, 12 hours ahead of, of zero. There's also there's 14 ahead of Is zero there any time and 12 zone back. That's 24 hours ahead of something? Now this because, is kind of military time. No, because, it, okay, if if you're on GMT minus 12, <laughs> right, and you're, you've got someone else on GMT plus 14, you're over a day ahead of them. <laughs> What? <laughs> Gavin is adding up. Gavin is saying that a day. <laughs> Gavin is saying that a day will last for fifty hours because he's counting a full day, like in these islands. I'm that saying coming one up with. date on the calendar lasts on Earth for a total of fifty. <laughs> I'm leaving. What's going on? What is it doesn't. It just starts at different points. It's just, that's it. It's just relative. It just starts at different points. Well, you can move around the Earth and stay in that day for fifty hours if you wanted to. How? It's true, you could. Let me I, think it's, I, I get what he's saying, because we did this. So we were in Japan, which is across the international date line. Because Shut up. He's going to explain it. Please, I'm really curious to know how this gets explained. I'll give you a clear example. We were in Japan. We were across the international date line. So the day starts at midnight, right? We wake up at 7 a.m. So let's just take it from there. Okay, 7 a.m. We wake up at 7 a.m. Our plane leaves at 5 p.m. We kill the day in Japan. We get on a plane at 5 p.m. Wednesday. We fly to L.A. for 10 hours. We land Wednesday 
at 11 a.m. We land before we took off. And okay. we've been flying for 10 hours. Mm-hmm. And so then we land at 11 a.m. We stayed up till 10 p.m. that night. We had a Wednesday that lasted like 36 hours. I see hours. what you're saying. Crossing the dateline. I was thinking going along the same day. So crossing the dateline to go back, you it could make it matter. last 50. I'm saying on yes, it does matter. there are 50 hours where you can have the same date. I understand what you're trying to say. I don't know okay. what the answer I, is. I, I was misunderstanding though. what you were trying to say before. I understand what you're trying to say now. You are stupid. I'm right, though. I'm totally right. <laughs> but you... Listen, a day lasts as long as a day lasts. I mean, a day on Earth is still 24 hours. What he's trying hours. to say is July 1st I I exists for so, 50 hours so on are the you, planet you, Earth. Is it physically possible, then, to have a 50-hour day? If you could... Like, is there a plane fast enough you could be in? Well, you could just fly times on an hour, right? Right. You have to... No, and you, could spend, the, you could spend most of the day... On this plus fourteen area, and then just fly up to the plus the, to the here, negative twelve. Here, area. Here's a, um, oh, okay. you step, you just step across the international date line yeah. before midnight. He's got a point. You can do that. You time it right, and you you get fifty hours. What if you're up here? Okay, okay. Here's a here's a crazy question. All these date lines are like lines of longitude, right? Yes. They all go up to the North Pole. Right. What if you're at the point where they all meet <laughs> and you walk around <laughs> like in a ten foot circle? <laughs> could, could you have a day that lasts for fifty hours by doing that? He, he, <laughs> could you stay ahead of it? Right? Could you? Well, if, if you're there where they all meet, why couldn't you? Well, technically, the sun never sets up there anyway, so you'd be you or would have a day that lasts for a very long, very long time. Okay, look. This just points out what we learned on the trip, which is time is relative bullshit. Like yeah. time seems like an absolute thing in our life. It's not. It's just totally it's just relative. A big bowl of rock is spinning. That's what it is. That's yeah, what it's still is. going. It's just our measurement and our yeah. indicators are. Do you think we should up. have time zones? Do you think we should have no, that anymore? Fuck, fuck no. Do you think we should have like a global time and you have to know that at like, yeah. you know well, if two two AM is when business starts too, in California. People are too stupid. I think if we it is true, right? Out, yeah. they if, we need colonize, time. if we colonize a new planet, that's how it will be. What's that? If we get a new planet, that's how it'll be. They, they, won't, they won't bother with putting time zones on Mars and stuff like that. Why not? Why wouldn't they? Because it's the more efficient just to have the same time. You're saying that we've, we've established a stupid yeah, system. Like, well, it's an ancient system because people didn't know about other places around the world being... I mean, they, they couldn't get there fast enough. Yeah, sure. They knew about the other places. Don't you think we'll try to sink the new planet to... Earth time? What, like, changes rotation? What are you talking about? No, no, no. I mean, like, we just... It's relative. So, I mean, we have... We, we try to sink time now based on these arbitrary boundaries of longitude that we've created. You don't think they would try to do the same thing? Like yeah, so, like, trying to lock five, Earth time? 5 p.m. Central time on Earth is the same as 5 p.m. Central time on Mars? Yeah, but what like, the rotation is different? Because 5 p.m. <laughs> one day would be uh, in the middle of the night, and then the next day it would be in the middle of the day. It wouldn't work. Oh, you're right. I, no, that would be fine. They, just have to, they, fucking, they live oh, on Mars. Fuck them. It's 5 p.m. day, and then I'll see you on 5 p.m. night. It doesn't yeah. make any damn sense. What, what, does anyone even know? Like, what is the, the day on, on Mars? How long is it? I don't know. But I know that Mercury has <laughs> its year is shorter than its day. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So what you're saying, wait, wait, how the fuck do we get this conversation? What you're saying is relative anyway. If, if, if it has a shorter rotation than the planet Earth, what does? Mars. I don't know if it does. If it does, oh. if it does <laughs> then even if they have their own time, it'll still shift according to Earth time. Like one day it'll be 5 o'clock, it'll be at our 2 o'clock, and the next day it'll be at our 10 o'clock. It'll the still ma- shift. The amount of time we've spent discussing this is probably a fifty-hour day. I, I, we're done. <laughs> we're done. We had we had our Wednesday. And it's already over. So I vote to move podcast. on. No, so luckily, Gavin visited one of the planets on our trip, <laughs> <laughs> and he can tell us what time it was there. How are the other planets? Okay. I haven't verified it, but the first okay. answer I found said that uh, Mars's rotation period is twenty-four hours, thirty-nine minutes, and thirty-five seconds. That's not bad. It's pretty wow. This will aggravate the piss out of you. Who gives a shit, Gavin, about that, really? <laughs> this will aggravate you, Gus. We found out there's a place, I think, somewhere between Melbourne and Adelaide where 
They, when they do daylight savings, they shift by 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. There's places like that here, too, There's I think. There's a time zone, I think, that's 30 minutes ahead. Fuck, what? I think Who would do, like, up in Canada somewhere? I think there are 15-minute time zones, too. No! The, uh, no! Yeah. There's not 15-minute I think there's around Asia or, it's just like, all Russia ar- or It's arbitrary. It's totally arbitrary. It's bullshit. Just give it up. And really? then in, like, China, that whole country, they have one time zone. Yes. That's what I, I love. That, that. I, can, I can get around. I can get behind that. I love that. I love the people in, like, the western part of the, of the uh, country have to, like, wake up at 3. Yeah, I wonder which is the more like which side of the country benefits more from that. Like, where should the time zone actually be? Like, are people in the east? It's probably centered around Beijing, right? I would guess it's on the capital. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what's going on in Hong Kong right now? What's what's going on? I don't know. I feel like there hasn't been much reporting about it. I think. Uh, I mean, we just passed the 15th anniversary of the handoff from the British Empire to China. Why did they do that? Gavin, do you know why they did that? Why did the British give Hong Kong back to China? I don't know why you're asking me a history question. I'm just asking you. I have absolutely no idea. Okay. I can answer that. I know, but I want to see if you can answer it. Do you remember when that happened? Do I remember? Yeah. No? Okay. How many years ago was it? I don't know. I literally just said how many years ago it was, like 30 seconds ago. 15? Yes, very good. Should have been, what, 12? By the way, today is Barbara Dunkelman's... Oh, 23rd happy, birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Barbara. Barbara. Happy birthday, well, it's not going to be when people are listening to this podcast. That's well, okay. It doesn't matter. <laughs> We're on our 50th hour of your birthday. <laughs> By the Yay! time they hear that, somewhere it'll be your birthday still. Yes. Maybe on Mars. So are you jealous? I, would, I wonder if you, you could skip your birthday, couldn't you? If you um, took off from probably. L.A.? The day no, before your birthday, still your fucking birthday. birthday. The day after, your birthday never happened. <laughs> well, yeah, because we, we took Absolute off on a Tuesday portion. and landed on a Thursday. Yeah. When I went to you Australia, could skip your birthday. so you could skip it. I don't think you actually skip it. I think we just have like a one hour. I'm going to do that yeah, for my 30th birthday every year and never turn 30. <laughs> Why? What's wrong with 30? I'm just saying. Nothing wrong with 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, okay, I'm going to read something here. Why don't you shut up? I just want to remind everyone that this podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature and featuring audio versions of many New York Times bestsellers. For our listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook. To give you a chance to try out their service. One audiobook to consider is Glasslands by Karen Travis. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash roosterteeth. That's audiblepodcast.com slash roosterteeth. I feel like I should have mentioned that it's Halo Glasslands by Karen Travis. As, is there another Glasslands? Just want to be oh. clear so people know it's a, it's a Halo That's novel. That's a Halo book. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, Karen know. Travis. I, I, if I, I haven't actually read it or... Me neither. That's why, I, like, I just put it in my queue. It's like that's my next. Uh, that's my next project. Supposedly, too. there is a Karen Travis book that makes a Red versus Blue reference. She's. A, she's. I, I met her. She watched two, the show. I met her two years ago at Comic San Diego Comic Con. I think. Yep. It's awesome. Yeah. She says. Uh, she. She. She told me she liked the writing. I thought that was a Ooh. high compliment from someone. High praise very, from Caesar. Why do we? Why is the New York Times a newspaper? Why is that the determining factor of if a book is good or not? They probably just said they were and. It's yeah. been going on for so long. It's like New York Times oh, they are. endorsed by the New York Times. Yeah, but is there like anything else like that where it's like a newspaper determines what books are good? It seems like they're monkeying around somewhere where they shouldn't. Yeah. Like, is there a TV show that determines what movies are good? Well, there used uh, to Entertainment be that Tonight. Roger and Ebert didn't they have like a show or something where they would <laughs> at the movies? movies. Yeah, that's the one. Twenty three years old today, <laughs> full of life experience. <laughs> Uh, Shut up. I, I finally saw Prometheus this weekend. Siskel and Ebert. Siskel and Ebert. Uh, Roger, Roger and yeah. Ebert. That's one person. <laughs> Roger and Ebert. That was, that was your birthday pass. Did, did Roger and Ebert die? No, he's still around. Okay. 
Gene Siskel. Gene Gus. Siskel. Listen, Gene Siskel, the last year he was alive, he said one of the movies that you should watch is Babe 2, Pig in the City. Are you serious? Have you ever seen that movie? No. Awesome movie. Is you ever it? see Babe, the, the pig movie? Yeah. What the hell? This Babe 2, they made a Babe 2, nobody saw it. It's one of the weirdest, cutest, coolest movies I've ever seen in my life. Did you serious? just recently watch it or something? I, you know, I just recently saw it again on Netflix. But yeah, Babe 2 is awesome. I saw the first one, I never saw the second. Can imagine Bernie sitting at home watching Babe 2. It's really dark. It's really weirdly a dark movie, but it's it's great. Did it make you hungry? What? I'm watching a pig? Man, I want to eat the shit out of that pig. <laughs> eat the shit out of that pig. <laughs> wow. <laughs> There's a really sad scene where the animals are hungry and they have to eat. They have to divvy up jelly beans. One of the, one of the guys I used to work so with. so sad. It's really sad. There's a little kitten that goes, a couple of jelly beans don't even hit the bottom. Oh, no. <laughs> it looked really sad. You should go see it, though. It's a great movie. One of the guys I used to work with was a wildlife cameraman. He used to spend a lot of time just like hiding in the jungle and stuff. And he said pigs were the worst for trying to get food because you walk up to a pig with a knife it knows exactly what's going to happen like they're really smart they know they're about to be slaughtered Jesus. so they would go like they would go crazy and he'd be, he'd be like, uh, like wait like, wait wait so he was a wildlife cameraman what himself like stabbing pigs <laughs> no he was it like that snuff film <laughs> <laughs> He had to kill his own food? He was like, oh, gotta make... He was in the middle of the jungle Gotta make faces of pig death seven. Guys, not only does he kill pigs, he knows which animals react to knives more than other ones. This guy's like a menace. He's going around threatening animals with knives. Well, the eagle took it great. <laughs> the good news is you can beat the shit out of a pig with a club. It doesn't have any idea what's going on. It thinks you want to play fetch right up into the last second. When you try to disguise the knife as different things, you like put it in a, like a put it in a pineapple. <laughs> pineapple knife the pig. Did you say put it in a puppet? <laughs> yeah. So I don't care. What does this guy do? He's a wildlife photographer who kills animals. He used to work for like D- David Attenborough. Yeah. Um, you know wildlife films. But so why he, he would have to be like in a hide in a jungle like all day, and yeah. then he'd be on his own. With okay, a, like a film camera. So why would he kill the fucking pig yeah, to eat? Why would he eat? take food? What eight months worth of food? He's taking a camera and an eight months worth of film. <laughs> <laughs> so he right? would, he would go out this for, food there. Why not? Why not use what's there? He would go out on a shoot for eight months. Yeah, really. He would just sit in the jungle, build like build a hide. Sit in it all day, see if he got the shot, and then like move on. Is hide is hide the English word for blind? Is that? Like I think we call those blinds, like a, a tent, tent where you can't see him or something. Yeah, like a camo tent. Okay, yeah, okay. The, yeah, like, like a blind. Crap Did right. he work on um? What's it called? Uh, Planet Earth. Yes, he did. Oh, did he? <laughs> really? I heard those people are were out for like a year at a time trying to get one shot. He, uh, the, the, that Planet Earth series that it's is incredible. amazing. They don't need to make any more nature movies. <laughs> No. After that one, well, they're you done. know everything about nature. After that, you pretty Four much series. do. Not Gavin. <laughs> we so, should have a nature quiz with Gavin one day. <laughs> so, <laughs> the bonus track is which animals are afraid of knives. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, but like, you can walk up to a cow with a knife and it'll just stand there. Well, it can't really run too According fast. To your friend, how fast could cow? A cow can run? stampede. Yeah, cows can run. Which animals respond to threats? <laughs> <laughs> there are some. Someone should okay. do their thesis on Gus, that. Yeah. What did you think of Prometheus? I like it. That was totally fine. There was some weird stuff in really? it, but yeah. I thought it was a, like a, I thought it was going to be a direct prequel to Alien, but I oh. guess it's just set in the same. Yeah, I, I was expecting more horror and like direct it's, alien stuff. It's because the trailer. If, if anything, I was un- 
can we talk? Can we give spoilers? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a couple weeks. Exciting. Anything. I was unhappy that they showed the xenomorph alien at the end. I felt like that was a cop out. Like to go the whole movie not showing it. Yeah. Then at the very end, they like show it. And it's like what? Why? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. The, the, in the trailer, they showed like that big ship crashing, and they showed the space jockey seat. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we're gonna learn how the space the ship jockey. Got- yeah. Yeah. got on that planet but it's the different space jockey different what ship, does that so. mean a different space jockey it doesn't like, make sense different ship, all the ships them. have them I guess yeah. Yeah. also wasn't the space jockey and alien enormous yeah it yeah, was right the scale yeah. was way down I mean he did when he sat in the seat it did like cover him over and become bigger yeah. I guess but, but it didn't it, make him it, was it wasn't nearly as big yeah. as it was damn giant in the, uh, in the original alien yeah. they're like climbing over it and stuff did you realize I, I looked it up later on, on IMDB that the the doctor in that movie Ellie Shaw Played Lisbeth Sanders in the original Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Yeah, and she I, was also, I, I did not recognize her at all. She was really? also in Sherlock Holmes: A yeah. Game of Shadows. She was. I just saw a Girl with the Dragon Tattoo on one of our many flights. I watched it. The uh, your new version? one, yeah, the one with. Uh, Do you like it? Daniel Craig and Daniel Rooney Craig. Mara. Yep. What did yeah. you think of that? Well, I thought I don't know, man. Um, there was that long. There's all that <laughs> long stuff about the, the mystery of Harriet and all that. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't just. Uh, okay. I was way more interested in the the the. Girl the Dragon Tattoo character, yeah. you know, and she was only in half the movie. I felt the same way about it. It's like, I feel like the movie's way too long and just kind of meanders. I thought the U.S. version was a little more focused than the original version, but still it's just kind of plodding along. It was entertaining. Yeah. I watch a dude kidnap people. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, there was a lot of, like, really freaky stuff in that, especially some of her first scenes are just like... Pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, there's... Okay, what's the etiquette on a plane, guys? Fill me in on this. You're watching a movie. Oh, God. Gav and I watch Game of Thrones, and we watch the entire... <laughs> we, by the way, we should do a spoiler cast for Game of Thrones. Yeah. Because I'm sure people have a lot of opinions that want to hear awesome. about it. I haven't seen any of it. You should... You're wow. You're, you're missing... RTX. Uh, awesome, awesome. Uh, yeah, true. <laughs> you still work on RTX. But um, we watched uh, all of season two basically on planes. Mm-hmm. So, okay, you're on a plane, you have a laptop, you're watching a movie. Violent scene comes up, somebody getting their head chopped off or getting their body chopped in half. Yeah. That seems to be okay. But then there's a lot of sex scenes in Game of Thrones as well. What's the etiquette? Normally what I do is I... Tr- God, and it's going to sound like I, I put a lot of thought into it, but it's just like a, a general rule of thumb. I watch my movies full screen, but if something comes on that I feel would be above a PG-13 rating, like gore... Or sex, I, I take it out of full screen, window it, and move it off to the side. But I keep watching it. Do you have one of those screens you can only see from certain angles? No, I've thought about. I used to have one of those, and I didn't give a fuck when I had that. <laughs> Did you see me fuck. trying to like put my arm over? Because the, there were kids sat right behind us when we were watching that Game of Thrones <laughs> yeah. sex scene, and I was like trying to put my. Well, where did you like, have the screen? Was it like in between you guys, out of sight from? Well, most it was people? on my tray table, and I was on the mm-hmm. aisle. So. Yeah, oh, normally I sit on the aisle, so I feel like that's a big deal because yeah. people can see it in the. And I was like, the turning world. the brightness down as well, and then yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. But it's like also it's like it's also rude to watch other people's laptops, right? Yeah, yeah. When they're when they're on the plane, but I guess kids don't have much. But there is something that. like where you feel really but, awkward about that, even if it's just like people making out like without a shirt yeah. on or something, not even like full. Yeah, of no, course, you get between a kid and goobs. It's Nothing even worse when the- you get a boner and it tips your tray table up. God, I hate that. How does that happen to you? <laughs> you well, trying to, 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 no to, try to segue into a story right now. No, no, <laughs> Tell us. It's not my story. <laughs> no, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about I it. I even felt awkward on the way down to Austin from I went to Canada this weekend. Yeah, I was traveling reading- from Canada can be awkward. <laughs> it can be very awkward. <laughs> 
I was reading a, a Cosmopolitan magazine, which any girls listening will know what that is. It's like basically a women's sex I think magazine. Anybody listening will know what that is. It is like the same ten sex tips recycled yeah. every month in that magazine. It's true. But I was reading it, and there was like a younger girl next to me. I would say maybe like fifteen or sixteen. And I was like, I'm trying to hide the magazine. <laughs> There's like, you're, you're afraid she's gonna read your magazine? Yeah. Well, she can't. She can just walk like up to it at a fucking newsstand and grab it. <laughs> I still feel awkward because it's like she's do watching you, me read this. Do you have that idea. here at the office? What the Cosmo? Uh, no. Damn. Do you want me to bring it? I just want the stupid list. Let me see if I can pull it up. Let me see if I can pull their website up. It's always like <laughs> ten sex tips driving crazy in the bedroom. It's so fucking Here's a sex stupid. tip. Take your clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> step <Done>. two. <laughs> step two. Touch his penis. <laughs> done. There was an article, I kid you not, it's when to give him the silent treatment. And I was like, fuck, I'm done with this. When to give him the silent treatment? How fucking stupid is that? I hate people who pull that bullshit. So when, when do you give him the silent treatment? Yeah, what do you when, 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 when I didn't advice? read it. What's that? I didn't read it. Well, that'd be valuable information, though. No, when do you give the guy the silent treatment? Uh, okay, I've got there. I pulled it up on my phone here. Let's see what they've got. They've got uh, the, this is the latest news, tips, and gossip. <laughs> Never lose an <laughs> orgasm again. Um, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Change your man's bad habits without being totally obvious. Change oh your man's God. bad habits. This your is man. why I hate that night. <laughs> Crazy human out? Get sleek strands anyway. <laughs> Our advice for Katie Holmes, dot, dot, dot. Oh, she just got divorced? The she cool did. trick that makes pimples disappear. Oh, there's, there's an exclamation mark in parentheses. I don't get that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that one's yelling. Then the last one is... No, it's yelling in parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> the last one is... Score tight-toned inner thighs in seconds. In seconds. Wow. Wow, let's get a couple copies of that. I gotta I got like fi- got find out how to change my man's bad habits. This magazine has oh one answer for all of it. Hey, uh, first of all, I just define what the bad habits are. Barb, what's the worst habit in a man? The worst habit in a man? Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> I, I, burp, I burp more than most guys, so it's I don't true. care about Barbara burping. is the, the greatest burper. I'm the manliest woman yeah. probably in this office. You have <laughs> bad habits for men? He, he burps and farts in front of you. He's number two. Huh. What was number one? Who gives a shit? Uh, um, this is in order. They don't, like, rank them. This is in order that they list them. Okay. He has a creepy hairdo. Creepy hairdo. Oh, What's crappy, sorry, sorry. Crappy hairdo. <laughs> What's a crappy hairdo? Creepy hairdo. I guess it all depends on anything. Go, uh, you know, yeah. I gotta say, I don't like disgusting mustaches. He burps and farts in front of Let you. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Sorry. Why would you start dating a guy with a crappy hairdo? Like that, you would. He wouldn't make it past the first. Maybe he round, got a right? crappy hairdo after you started dating. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, he dresses like a hobo. He's like, I gotta go That's for everyone now. in this office. Let's go for the flat top. Uh, he's glued to the TV on game day. What does that mean? Oh, the football. Yeah, he leaves his dishes in the sink. He grew an enormous beard. He gives you beard burn. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of them. Uh, he forgets important occasions. Are we done with beards? No. Think, are we reaching the end of that part of I don't think so. History? Yeah, I mean, why? No, I think beards have made a resurgence. No, no, yeah. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying they've, they've obviously come back in the last few years, but like, when do they go out of vogue again? Like, uh, I, I, it's like all the dudes I see now have beards, and I have a guy with a beard. 2022. So. Yeah. What was the point in evolution of facial hair for a man? Keeps you warm. What, what about the women? We're out hunting. Yeah, we're inside cooking. So they <laughs> didn't get beards because they stayed in. It's a good point, though. Why do we have different hair patterns? Why do, why do, I don't know. Why, why is that? That is what? weird. I know that I think about it. Beats me. Speaking of, like... Women have some hair, but it's like a peach fuzz, right? It doesn't grow into, like, the coarse beard hair, yeah. if you're lucky. I yeah. shave my beard once a day, just to make sure. I went to high school with a girl with a beard. So, <laughs> so guys, yeah, it was gross because when she shaved, it left like a green oh. tinge. Oh, 
God. Like, it, it wasn't like dirty. It was just like the, you could see the stubble. It's called stubble. Yeah. Yeah. It's called she had five o'clock. And it looked kind of greenish. It was, it was so gross. She looked like Don Draper. <laughs> it looked green. Yeah, it was disgusting. Dude, John Hammond plays Don Draper. He's like one of those guys that like will shave and immediately get five o'clock. I, I have yeah. that problem because my my skin on my face is so white and my hair is so dark that when I shave, you can still see it. Dude, you, really, you really are the palest Hispanic person I've ever met in my life. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty pale. Have you met Ray? No, What's Ray, that? Ray's darker than I am. Is he? Yeah. What's Can Ray? Is Ray Puerto Rican? Puerto yeah. Rican. I'm darker than both of you. Yeah, you are. Dude, I'm getting a tan. Have you nice. seen? Check that out. Yeah, you, Gavin and Barbara are suffering for, through their first Austin summer. I, I've done it before. I have. Oh, yeah? yeah? Have you been here in the summer? I uh-huh. guess you were here for recreation, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Well, you went to Tokyo. Yeah, I went to Tokyo. Did you have one of the toilets that yep. wipes for you? Yep. <laughs> and by wipe, I mean... The bidet? It squirts. Because, like... Did, did you have one of those crazy electronic toilets yeah, that yeah. had, like, all so, the control panels? So the first thing I did, I looked at it, and I was like, oh, I see all these buttons. There's, like, different levels of spray and stuff. <laughs> the first thing I do is turn the water pressure to the maximum, obviously. Yeah, of course. And then, um... On purpose? Yeah. yeah. And then I uh, dropped a choosy. And then... <laughs> and I was like, so I pressed, I pressed the button. I was like, I wonder, I wonder if I should, like, maybe... By the way, Barbara, he told me every time... <laughs> Every, t- every time he went to the bathroom, he told me on the trip. He's so proud of it. So, you come out smiling. So then I pressed, the, uh, I pressed the spray button, and there's like a... Finger. Maybe a four-second period of just worry. So I've, I've finished, and I press it, and it goes like... And then it just goes... But the, the aim was incredible. It, like, yeah. it nailed... I don't know if I was just happened to be sitting well, in the well, exact I, like, right I wonder if it has some kind of, like, sphincter sensor. Like, like, that's how, how to look for your, for your asshole. It how do you got, test that? It got me right in the cornhole. Oh, my it was God. Unbelievable. I bet you felt super clean after that. And then what, I was trying to get it to spray, like, out of the toilet so I could see the thing that came out. Gross! Why would you do that? <laughs> no, no, no. I was just trying to see what the... Thing was that did it, but I am so not, attracted to you right now. <laughs> if you're not sat on the toilet, it won't come out. And I was like, oh, maybe it's like a weight thing. Uh-huh. And I realized it's a little infrared sensor, uh, just to the side. So I put my foot on it, and then I pressed the button, and it, <laughs> I forgot that I turned the water pressure all the way up. Oh my god! <laughs> so it just it comes out the back of the toilet and just goes. And it got the wall on the other side. Oh my god! Like it was a tiny little room, but like it just went all over the wall. This like powerful jet, and I had to stop it. But it was fun. I tried to get Bernie to. St- he just get me to stand in the way of the stream. <laughs> I, I oh. from the box prayer. I and he thought Bernie, I would do this. I bet Bernie ten thousand yen to stand in front of it. Ten thousand yen. That's like a hundred bucks. I, it's exactly a hundred bucks. Yeah, to stand in front of the jet, but he wouldn't do it. He tried for about an hour to get me to do that, and you I'm like, "You love making stupid bets." I do. You love it. He also, he also, he won't do anything himself. He just tries Nobody to get pays everyone me to do anything though, because he wants to film it. Yeah, I was gonna pay. Why I offered to pay you to do something? I forgot what it was now, and you refused. That was to get a girl's phone number. Oh yeah, but uh, a, you wouldn't a, do it. There was a girl, Barb. There was a girl at the luggage rack in Austin where we claim our bags. Luggage rack. Luggage rack. Winky face. So, she and she was staring down Gavin over and over again, and it, she, I was like, "Why does this girl keep looking our direction?" And I realized, "Oh, she's looking directly at Gavin." Mm-hmm. And uh, and so finally, I said to Gavin, "I said you gotta go get this girl's phone number." Yeah, and he's like, "Nah, not gonna do it." And I bet him. What did I bet you? Two hundred bucks. Yeah, two hundred bucks. Why didn't you do it? I just I just been on like an eleven hour flight. Nope. And I look Who cares? like Gavin has a deep seated fear of rejection. I um, think doesn't everyone? Nope. No. I don't think so. First of all, you get to talk to a pretty girl and you get two hundred yeah. bucks. It's like a win win. Was, was she not white? Because I'm convinced Gavin's dick is racist. 
Oh, really? Why yeah. do you hate that? <laughs> he, he just, I've never heard him say that a non-white woman is attractive. I'm always like, what about her? Like, super, a super hot you non-white always, woman. You know he's like, no. You always no. say Holly Berry. She's you always hot. say that when that comes up. She's pretty. No, but we did note that in Japan, um, like, there's a lot of guys, there's, honestly, there's a lot of guys who go to Japan because they really like Japanese girls. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a... We know a lot of guys like that, you know. Yeah. They seem to be comic book fans and everything else, like a stereotype kind of. Well, that's where they fit in. Yeah, I guess so, right? And uh, so I've never really felt that way, but when we went there, there's this look that's going on in Japan where everyone tries to look like a Barbie doll. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. It's creepy. It's creepy, but it's oddly attractive. Achieved. There you go, Barb. You can go. <laughs> over have, there. You, have you seen these pictures? I have. Yeah, oh, they're, it's they're, freaky. Yeah, they're don't really they like creepy. widen their eyes and put in like these yeah. weird contacts and giant eyelashes and all that stuff? I really liked Tokyo. I thought it was awesome. We had a good time. We had and a great time. What, what, what was your favorite thing that y'all saw there? Well, we stayed at the hotel where they filmed <laughs> Lost in Translation. It is yeah, the Park Hyatt. Oh, cool. The Park Hyatt. By far the nicest hotel and the best service I've ever had in my life. It was ridiculous. Like people, what did they do for you? People like walking, like the cleaners. We'll be walking through the corridors and stuff. And if you just happen to walk down the same corridor, they'll just stop and bow at you and mm-hmm. then carry on. But just yeah. like that is amazing to me. <laughs> they just Everyone drop, drops what they're doing to acknowledge you. Like, I stayed at a crappy hotel when I went to Tokyo. They did the same thing. Oh, it yeah? must be like mm. a, a cultural thing. Mm. It's, so. And they, you can tell the Americans were dealing with it well. Uh, for instance, the guy at the front desk walked us to our room after he checked us in. Okay, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He walked us all the way up. And then I got in this conversation with the guy. First of all, you told us, Gus, you guys don't speak a word of Japanese, which we don't speak a word of Japanese. We were perfectly fine. Really? Everyone we ran into completely spoke English. No one I, I ran into spoke and any also, English. And English there. text everywhere. I thought it would just be Japanese symbols. There's English writing everywhere. Even hmm. like their ads, they put English in their ads. Well, they so many That's really like nonsense, though. Yeah. Yeah, there wasn't so much of that. I mean, huh. it was really... I mean, at the very least, you're getting names of products that are written in... Roman letters, yeah. you, know, you know, they're not in Japanese. What is the Japanese language script called? I don't even know. Uh, um, Sinto? No, it's... <laughs> something? There's, there's no a couple idea. of different alphabets. It's katakana and uh, kanji. Okay. Hmm. There you go. Then, but we didn't, you know, there was that, obviously, but we saw English everywhere we're, Everywhere we went as well. We, there wasn't a check-in desk either. They, like, walked us to the, fifth, the like, 42nd floor, and then we sat down at a table, like a, a big table, and we had, like... Writing pads. I felt like we were buying a house together. It was it amazing. Like that. <laughs> we, we were like sitting down. Landing at least. And we like, had a desk to check in. Wait, so you walked in and someone walked you up to the forty second floor? We got out of the we got out of the cab and then someone just took us to the reception which is on the The lobby of the hotels at the forty second floor. Weird. I, it must be something beneath it, like residences or something or a business. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I took a picture inside the lift and there's just three buttons. It's like Two, 42, 42 yeah. <laughs> Wow. Not much choice there. But it was crazy. Like, uh, I got in the wrong elevator, and this woman behind the desk, like, ran to stop me. Because she I, she saw me getting in the wrong elevator, knew where I was going, and she's like, sir, sir, please, 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 come out. Go this way, please. I'm so sorry. And I'm like, I, I got in the wrong elevator, you know? <laughs> she's sorry. You're going to be like, eh, oh, forget it. <laughs> you wouldn't even say anything. Yeah, he'll figure, he'll figure it out. It out. Yeah. <laughs> when I was there, I realized that probably one of my favorite things involves elevators the closed door buttons there actually closed doors. Dude, where was I recently where that worked, too? Is the hotel we stayed at VidCon. You could hit closed door and it closed. I was like, this is the dream. It's awesome. Yeah. Those things are such a lie, aren't they? I like a yeah. thousand times. Hold it. I've heard that Still supposedly happen. when it's like in a different mode, like for firefighters, that they actually do work. Yeah. Or like in a maintenance mode. There's also, like you look at my line, there's hacks for certain brands of elevators yeah. where you can like push the buttons in a certain way. And a combo of buttons, and it'll just skip all the other floors. Like if people are pushing the button oh, to get on that's the elevator, awesome. <laughs> it's really not I awesome. Want to if you that's know it. awesome. It kind of ruins everything. 
But it was um, it was it, Japan was a, a lot of fun. We ended up eating in this like little dive bar yeah, where we were crammed, like crammed, wasn't it? Yeah, and we were just like smoke. shoulder to shoulder with people. No, it was like smoke billowing, billowing out into the street from the building we were in. It was funny. Nice. But I know why. I know why you like Japan so much. Why's that? Everybody follows the fucking rules. Yes. Everybody, everybody follows the, the rules. The rules are serious. Yeah, it's like Barb over there, they're driving on the left. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So everything's on the left. You pass people, like walking, you walk on the left. It all translates over. So like, you get on the escalator, everybody stands to the left in a perfect line, and yeah. everybody's oh on one God. step. Like one on every step. It looked like something from a movie where everyone's turned into a robot. Yeah. That's it looked crazy. like like a machine. Yeah. You know? Well, it's, I mean, in a place that big with that many people, there has to be order. The, the, the most chaotic thing I encountered once, I don't, did you all go to Sh- uh, uh, Shibuya? Sh- yeah, we did. So, I don't know, if that, when you come out of the train station, there's like that Starbucks there and that super crowded intersection where yeah. everyone His foot passes. I was there on a rainy day once and everyone had an umbrella. <laughs> so then it's like, if normally it's really chaotic when everyone's, you know, crossing the street, but then when you introduce the umbrella and then everyone's having to raise or lower umbrellas to one hitting <laughs> Each other. It was like funny. looking at a crazy game. That must be so funny. To watch. Wow, that's hilarious. There should be footage of that on YouTube somewhere, right? I think I took a video of that. Okay, I've got it somewhere. I'd be curious to see that. You definitely tell all the tourists because they all have cameras out recording this intersection. Yeah, I'm sure everyone in mind was thinking, oh, "Shut up." And we <laughs> talked about this last week. That convention where they group people. It's like a 500,000 person convention. Yeah, Comic Con. Yeah, those videos you see online where they just like have masses of people in line and they just move them all in chunks. Yeah, and well, people do it. Yep, people do it. They get it. Like we were amazed. They had a. Oh, the cabs are too. The doors just open on their own. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Yeah, you know. And every seat has like a white tablecloth over it, which is weird. What do you mean? I don't remember that. Like all the seats are covered in a, in a white fabric. Oh, I didn't notice that. When I was there, I only got in a cab like three times, but each time it was like a super, super old dude. Was was it the same for Pretty you much. guys? Like yeah. really old dudes. Like yeah, no one young drives a cab. Maybe they're covered just in case you make it toozy. <laughs> That's right. That's why they give you your napkin. You don't want to see where the bidet comes out. You can't find it in a fucking taxi. But it, that was a lot of fun. And then we also um, we went over to Wellington. and Yeah, I think uh, Gavin tweeted something where it was like he's in Wellington, New Zealand with an American SIM card on an English phone. I forget what was the other one. I was in China. And I was, uh, it was made in China, and I was texting someone in Australia. Yeah. So it was like, it was a really odd, <laughs> really odd, odd combination. So one of the things that happened were, that brought up SIM cards was I in Sydney, our first stop on the second day, I left my phone in a cab, and it was this big arduous process to get my phone. And back. that was the worst thing that ever happened to me. Because when you've got two people traveling with one phone and it's your phone, it's the worst. Oh. Yeah. So did you get it back? I did. I got my phone back. And it took forever to do it. It was like a long process to get my phone back. It was a big, big pain in the ass. And the entire time, Gavin's like, I can't believe you left your phone. <laughs> and he wouldn't freaking drop it the entire time. It's like, even after we got it all settled, he's like... You left your phone in a cab. You're an idiot. Like every time I go to stand up and make sure I had everything, goes, yeah, you he better. He would be so paranoid. Yeah. I still leave stuff everywhere. By the way, he's the he loses. He, you're the most unorganized person I know. Yeah. What did I tell you? People hand me shit. Don't <laughs> hand me stuff. Somebody handed me a T-shirt. That's why I lost track. Because you have you have yeah. packs. You do. Yep. I have this this wallet here. I have this phone. I have keys, and I do the pat. Like all guys do. Yep. That's it. But then people are handing me T-shirts and cups that I got to carry away. It's like, fuck. And so then I lost my cab because I was keeping track of some goddamn T-shirt that somebody gave me. Thanks for the T-shirt, by the way. <laughs> I don't want to sound ungrateful. So Gavin, the entire time, is just ridiculing me for leaving stuff behind. Even though all I did was leave. Well, I did leave my eighteen minute <laughs> my card. But he was just ridiculing me the entire time. And we get back to Austin, and we're out in front. The gates were closed here. 
because we got into like 11 at night and we get out of the cab and we're doing everything. God damn, if I don't look in the cab to make sure I'm not leaving anything behind, there's Gavin's cell phone sitting in the back seat of the cab. <laughs> Did you like, almost not want to tell him? You, Barb, I was so prepared <laughs> to let that, that phone just drive away and go, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I just, was, you should have just put it in your pocket and be like, hey, Gav, can I see your phone? I know. I, I, that's the thing. I get him pranked the hell out of him by taking the phone yeah. and just letting him be I miserable. Was a, I was trying to get his bag out of the back. I was tr- also trying to find the clicker See, to open the you gate. you were taking care of yeah. all the shit. And yeah. what happened? I can't believe you lost your phone. I know. I and then, because you had other responsibilities. He was just looking at me, with, like, tr- obviously trying to hold in the biggest grin in the world. He was just looking at me and he was just like... <laughs> I had a pretty good tell going on. I was like shaking while I was like trying not to laugh and smile. But see, that's the thing about that's what uh, that aggravated me about Gav constantly making fun of me because Gav's on the trip. We go all these places. Gav's on the trip, not a care in the world. Mm-hmm. Gav, what time's our flight? Don't know. Where are we staying? <laughs> Don't know. He's like, no. Like he's like supposed to know. He knew nothing about the trip the entire time. In fact, yeah. I was thinking I shouldn't even tell him what cities we're in, so he wouldn't know where we were. Just get on, a pl- or just get on a plane. He'll be like, "Where are we going? I don't know. Wherever the plane takes us." Once again, two and a half weeks with Gavin. I never saw his wallet. Not one time did I see his wallet. If, did you pay for any? How much money did you spend on this trip? Uh, quite a bit. Oh, really? Various food and stuff. When did you buy food? When you went there. <laughs> in fact, we were we were on the last leg of the trip coming back from VidCon, which we should talk about in a second. But we were coming from LA to Austin for VidCon, and we. We're gonna. We were gonna. We had the option to upgrade to first class, and mm-hmm. I thought, how much is that kid to calculation? It's ninety bucks for a four-hour flight to get first class. I'm like, that's worth it, right, Gus? You yeah. agree? No brainer. Yeah, let's. It's the last flight. It's like yeah. let's Only just do 90 this. Bucks? Yeah, it was ninety bucks. They, they they had this thing where you do segments and you build up a bank of them on American. Gotcha. So again, I said, Gash, we do this. He goes, absolutely, let's do it. But on the trip, he qualified. He's got so many miles. He qualified for gold. Mm-hmm. On American gold status now. He's gold just status on American trip. from all the miles he racked up. So when we went to go upgrade, normally since I was the one who was gold and he wasn't, it just used my right. my bank of upgrades for him. But because now he was gold, said, hey, Mr. Gavin Free, you don't have enough upgrades, insert a credit card to buy ninety dollars worth of upgrades. And then Gavin goes, Oh, well, do you think it's worth it? Uh, <laughs> so about five seconds ago, it was totally worth it. Now he's like, this is a consumer decision that I have to make. Every <laughs> fucking freeloader. Every purchase, you got to think about it. You really I did. did. He was really like, yeah, the credit card head is like shaking. Come on. I, did, did you, I thought about it for about two seconds. I was like, this, yeah, go on there. Is, is, that's exactly but two seconds longer than you thought about it when it was going to be my model. Why would I be paying for stuff? On a, it was a business trip for a start. I don't have a business card. That's true. It's a business credit card. So. You don't need to be in first class for a business trip. Yeah, well, I paid for that. With it's my not own. so much as paying for things. He literally didn't know anything at any point of where we were what we Carefree. were Carefree. Knowledge is hassle. <laughs> there you go. And the moment, the moment he was in charge of one thing, he lost his phone. Mm-hmm. So I felt very vindicated by that. I can't relate to people who do shit like that. Like I had family in town over the weekend because one of my cousins got married. They came in from San Angelo. And then, like, on Sunday, I was talking to him. I was like, uh, how are you all going to drive home? I'm like, uh. Uh-huh. I was like, what do you mean you don't know? I was like, well, we're just going to drive. Like, what highway are you going to take? I'm going to go north on 35. Like, are you going to Waco? Because I don't think that's the right way for you to go. Like, oh, I don't know. We're just going to drive. Like, oh, what? What does that even mean? We're, we're just going to put the car in neutral and let the earth rotate. <laughs> And eventually, we'll end up where we need to be. Like, when I travel, like I have to know where I'm going. I have See, to know when I'm going to be there. I have to know how I'm going to get back. That's the stressful bit. Pl- 
planning everything. If you just go and wing it, you don't have any stress. You don't do anything. You're putting the you're putting the responsibility on somebody else you're traveling with. You're no, putting more stress on someone else to fucking deal with their bullshit and to deal with your bullshit too. I, I used to travel alone a lot. I just, this happened when you and I went to L.A. with Bernie because Gavin and I traveled out the day before you did. Uh huh. And like. Everything I ask Gavin, he's like, I don't know. I don't know. Just get on the plane. What's the? Why, <laughs> like, why I had, do you have to I make had, a like, plan about our, it? Like, I had our ho- or not hotel. We stayed in the house. I had like our house address right. and the combination. Now and, let me like, tell you something. How to get there? When you're in the airport before you've taken off, mm-hmm. you don't need to know the hotel that you're staying at when you're going to get there. Find that out later. Look at it later. <laughs> so I had two pens. Then you're just like in the airport trying to figure it out. Yeah, figure it out then when it matters. I had two pens that I took on the trip because I knew I was going to need pens to fill out all these damn cards mm-hmm. every time you land in a country. Mm-hmm. Or when you leave the country, there's these little pamphlets. Like, this like is the, customs for- the immigration forms. That was yeah. the worst part about traveling between Australia and New Zealand was like the departure card and then the entrance card for the other one. It's just the same form with a slightly different arrangement. Well, all the same information. Yeah, it sucked. They were the, the same 18 pieces of information go, over and over again. Going to Sydney three times really... I got bored of that one. <laughs> we see someone like first world problems. <laughs> I discovered. Oh, you want to finish? But then story. he, of course, he loses my two pens. <laughs> I had two pens. I, I was prepared. Gavin, of course, brought no pens. So by the end of it, we're like stuck in this like limbo. We're gonna be living in the airport because we don't have a goddamn pen to fill to out get this into thing. the country. Now, I'll tell you another thing. We went through Australia. We went through New Zealand. We went through Japan. Everything was fine. Lines were short. What are you doing in the country? We're here to hang out. We're here to do whatever. We're going to eat sushi. They're like, great. Come on in. Have a good time. I get to my own fucking country. I'm here for two minutes. I already hate it. It's, it's like as soon as I land, the lines are fucking long. Mm-hmm. I'm in. I'm standing there for two minutes. He had to go in a separate line because he's not an right. American passport. Two minutes. I'm in my own country. Some fucking TSA agent comes up to me and goes, hey, you can't stand there. And I'm like. Why can't I fucking stand here? <laughs> Tell me why I can't stand here. He goes, you have to stand beyond the carts. It's like, God damn it. I hate, I don't know what it is. As soon as I get back in the U.S., yeah. I just want anybody telling me what the fuck to do. Yeah. If, Japan, if some Japanese guard said, you can't stand up, I'm really sorry. Yeah. Oops, I screwed up. <laughs> nope, in the U.S., that never happened anywhere. Get in the U.S. Well, they'd probably like, be a lot more polite in other countries. Well, when, yeah. when we were going through immigration at Australia, when we first landed, <laughs> we had some... In Australia, we had some like the fr- what? <laughs> I just remembered something. Oh, we uh, we came across the friendliest dude in the world. Remember that guy who like welcomed us into the line and then pointed us in, into the right immigration booth? Yeah, and they were like, like, in Japan too. Like, hey, dude. Yeah, it's awesome. And it's like, do you speak? Do you speak English? They say a little bit. They speak perfectly fine English. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have any trouble understanding anybody. That's awesome. Also, don't use red pen on those forms. No, see what you don't use. You know how you get to the desk and they have the ch- the pens chained up. Yeah. Well, we found this. Sh- <laughs> we found this. Honest. We just got off an international flight. I'm surrounded by people wearing, you know, those ma- surgical masks, yeah. which freaks me out anyway. Then we found this like shut down area, like a dark area of the terminal. It looked like a left for death level. Like a, it was a dark part of the airport, and there was those desks, and they had pens chained. There, so we could take one and fill out our form. Because Gavin lost my fucking pen, so I grabbed the first pen out of the case, start to write. It's not a pen; it's a thermometer. Because we're in the quarantine. Oh, oh my god! god. Ew. <laughs> I freaked <laughs> out so fucking bad. <laughs> it's like a lift for dead level. Yeah. Thermometer. To write. <laughs> that's that's a whole he just washed his hands after coming off the plane. <laughs> picks up this old thermometer and he's like, That's probably I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go wash my hands. <laughs> if you feel sick, they have the thermometer attached for the bidet there too in the toilets. <laughs> this comes out right in there. 
<laughs> so it was so horrifying. Gavin's, Gavin's lackadaisical attitude towards traveling made me do some things to spite him in the past. Yeah. One, one time we had to go to uh, an event in Baltimore. <laughs> so I decided that I was, we were going to fly him there. Then I was going to make him take the train and figure out himself on how to get from uh, the Baltimore airport to the hotel. And then didn't you get there like super late at night? Yeah. It was fine. I did, I did all that. I thought you said it was fucked up and scary. It was scary, but I did it. <laughs> Not a great story when you have to rely on Gavin. Thank you, Gavin. <laughs> I wasn't there, so I can't relay the details. It was you that was in Baltimore? Yeah. That's pretty scary What if that me. was in Baltimore? Uh, Otacon. Otacon. Yeah. Oh, cool. That was the one where I couldn't get anyone to give me our badges to get in. Yeah. And I kept being sent literally from one person to the other, then back to the same person. across, And I had to walk like five minutes each way. I was getting really annoyed. So I just followed a truck into the unloading bay and just climbed up mm-hmm. like the, the big step where the truck pulls in. And just set up the booth. Just broke in. Nice. I gotta give a massive shout out to our Australian fans. Because we were part of the like special guests for this convention, like Supernova. So we were yeah. we had to go to the green room with all the other special guests at the end of every day. Our fans loaded us up every day with like five or six bottles of booze. Nice. Every single day we were there. It was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. So we kept showing up at the green room with like a bar. Yeah, like end of the day. <laughs> I'd be pouring drinks and like Trisha Helfer would come in and be like, oh, you were drinking? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he loved us. Bringing the party to yeah. them. We, we had some like, uh, someone brought, I think his name is Angus. He brought that like chocolate. What was that? What was that stuff? It was a winery that was next door to a chocolatier in Perth. Okay. And eventually decided, hey, let's make a chocolate liquor together. And this oh was the God. most amazing thing. Barb, it had a cork of solid chocolate in the neck that we had to chip out to get to the thing because it had solidified it. It was lush. It oh, was my like, God. And, it's like the two best things in one. And Vern Troyer really liked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vern, Vern Troyer was there. And, and then it, he said you look like Seth Rogen. <laughs> tra- Vern Troyer trolled the shit out of me. It's like, <laughs> it's like we were talking about something about, I forget what it was. And uh, we were talking about being in a place and seeing somebody, and Vern goes, Heh, it's probably because you look like Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> and he just rolls by when I say that. I gotta drive by trolling. But um, Didn't you guys have like the longest line of the entire convention? It was pretty long. Yeah. Gavin cool. and I, at, at uh, both events, we signed, we did, it's, it's run by our DVD distributor down there, we signed for the entire eight-hour day, except when we had our panels, yeah. without, like, we didn't take any breaks or lunch mm-hmm. or anything like that. And that's when I discovered the most first-world problem I could think of, is you get dots on your finger here when you try and put the Sharpie back in mm-hmm. from signing so much. Why don't you just get the I, one that clicks? Yeah, I, well, yeah, we should have done. But I always miss and, like, get, but I'm, I, like, I I'm the, annoyed at the dots. I no, 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 no. The most first world problem is being annoyed at filling out customs immigration cards in Sydney because you're visiting it for the third time in a week. <laughs> That's <laughs> the most true. first world problem. It's pretty very bad. true. But yeah, it was fun being known as the, the guys who came back to the green room with booze. Like with we, booze we ended up being known day. for that. And they're like, oh, our fans don't do that. And then we learned, too, it's like, obviously, there's, you know, with actors and everything there's people in different levels mm-hmm. of sobriety uh-huh. and there were some people like oh no i don't drink and i was like oh I'm f- god i'm so sorry you know mm-hmm. what i mean to apologize for that and here we are bringing all this booze back and that's, the, that's their problem yeah well, one of the guys who doesn't <laughs> the guy one of the guys who doesn't drink he's like he's, he's like but tell you what just give it to me and i'll smell it and i'm like uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then he grabs it because you're these shitty styrofoam cups and he just holding it with two hands this cup and he's like Oh my god! Did <laughs> like, oh, a little tear come down his eye? It's like it's like the beginning of like some tabloid story. I can tell. It's you like know? the guys who have quit smoking but like to be around people who smoke. <laughs> I'm like, breathe on me, just do it. <laughs> Let me smell your clothes. But no, it was it was it was definitely a lot of fun. It was a fun experience to have. That's awesome. While we while we were there, and what was uh, your every- favorite part? Man, that is hard to say. My favorite part was when we went and got dinner in Perth in 
what looked like a converted office. <laughs> what was that? We found some. We just found a restaurant that looked like an office. Like the, I think our silverware came out of a filing cabinet. Yeah, it did at one point. Desk. It's filed under F for fork. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you eat at Monsoon Poon in Wellington? We did not. Oh, that what's Monsoon awesome, Poon? Though. It's a, it's a, it's a like an Asian fusion restaurant, uh, but they serve the hottest dish I've ever eaten. It's a very famous stripper there. Off of, uh, like, normally restaurants will serve something, they'll say, oh, it's really spicy, watch out, and it's never spicy. My monsoon poon, it will fuck you up. You remember this, right? I do. The firecracker chicken, it is fucking hot. You will be sweating Can eating this thing. Can you taste any flavor, or is it just Yeah, it's awesome. It's so good. <laughs> but still, my, my favorite story of all time is when <laughs> you were given the man for the first time in, in Seattle. The, we went to Dixie's Barbecue and we had the man and we'd never heard of this before and Gus was the first person to try it. I wasn't there. Yeah. But Gus ate it and immediately goes, I have to go to the hospital. <laughs> I thought I was dying. I thought I was going to die because I also had chapped lips. So like I ate it and then I licked my lips and it just got in everywhere and I was like, oh my God, my whole face How was on fire. How much did you get? And it was like, it's just like a tiny little drop. Was it a toothpick? toothpick? Yeah. yeah, they take a toothpick and they dip it in there and that's what they give you oh, for the man. God. And then like, like my lips started total? swelling and like, it was like, I was like, my whole face was turning red. It's like that stuff is like, it's like a Bugs Bunny cartoon when the witches are mixing the big pot and they yeah. put the one drop of something in it, like, boom, <laughs> and the spoon melts. Yeah. That's what that's that stuff is. That's to make out his face. <laughs> oh, but, oh, yeah. I was there with uh, Cranky, Cranky user. He's the person who took me there. <laughs> He's the person who victimized you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. And then, of course, awful. it's that kind of thing. Once you go through that horrible experience, you try to share it with as many people yeah. as possible. Well, if I have to suffer, suffer, other people have to suffer, too. Hell, yeah. Didn't someone give Jeff uh, some 1 million Scoville mm-hmm. unit sauce at PAX East a couple years ago? Yeah, it was like yeah. two years ago, I think. Yeah. Yep. I, 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 I think I One I million it. Scoville is like a quarter of mace, I think, right? It's, it's, I, I think so. It's close. I think it's closer to mace. The pepper spray is like four, I thought. I'll take a look four here. Million? I'm not sure. But it was funny. He had that one drop on a toothpick, and he's like, well, I'm not doing the panel today. Yeah. I'm done. Didn't he take a shot of it? No, he just no. had a toothpick of it. Oh. I thought you could shot. No, no, just a tiny little bit. I wonder. I, I, wonder, I would love to know I, how many Scoville the man is, just for a frame of reference. It's probably a million, to be I honest. Know. J- J- I think you'd ask Gene Porter, the guy who made it, and say, what's in it? He goes, don't know. And he'd say, well, it's like, it's like, how much of it can you eat? He goes, I've never eaten it. I'm not stupid. <laughs> Let me see here. I know a jalapeno pepper, pepper, jalapeno pepper, I think is 4,000. Yeah, it's pretty low. Yeah. And that's pretty spicy. It can be. It, it depends on the be. pepper. Sometimes so they're... Was that the one you gave me when I, when I first came to Texas? It was a jalapeno. Yeah. Is that what that was? Yeah. And I almost died from yeah. that. 4,000. 4,000. I, I fell on the ground. Like can, you eat spicy, can you eat more spicy stuff yet, or are you still a pussy? Uh, I don't. I don't. T- I like flavor. I don't want to like burn. I, I don't see spicy the spicy is a, a flavor. That's the thing. No. Though. I agree with Gavin. When something's too spicy, you can't taste it because also, your mouth is on fire. Spicy food you have to experience twice. Oh, I see. Yeah, and, uh, and the, the second time sucks. Wait, 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 I've never had that. Wait wait uh, <laughs> I've had it once, and I think it was with the man. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go to the bathroom now. <laughs> Drop some man. <laughs> Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> Oh, you're right. Most law enforcement grade pepper spray is 1.5 million to 2 million. Yeah. Oh, so it's pretty you're right. Close. It's right there. Yeah. So, brutal. Could you put pepper spray like on your food and eat it? I don't know. Like what is it? It's I mean, delicious. it's like they say pepper spray. What's the pepper? Yeah, in pepper is it just spray? pepper? Could you <laughs> just pepper? <laughs> if they run out of they get the big they use cracked pepper yeah. on don't, terrorists. Don't, don't fuck with the waiters at Olive Garden. Like <laughs> screw you up. <laughs> Protesters. <laughs> Pepper grinder. Do you want any cheese on that as well? 
No, that, that, that's what you use Correct. to, to like, like the antidote. Uh, yeah. yeah like, here's the, the pepper. antipode? The antipode. <laughs> uh, propode. So now, the big question is, and I know Jack was stumping for it on a previous podcast, but we have a trip to Australia again this mm-hmm. year, later this year. We will be going to Brisbane mm-hmm. and Adelaide. Adelaide. Yes. Which, as we Our learned earlier, city. is the sister city of Austin, Texas. That was so, I went to Adelaide once a few years ago. Yeah? Yeah. Did you go skiing when you were there? Oh, no. That was, uh, that was outside of Melbourne. Okay. They're probably my, my favorite conventions, those Australian ones. It was They're fun. Apparently, They're like, the very most nice well-run conventions. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's because we have help. Yeah. We have outside help to do But, it. I mean, just, like, as a whole. Yeah. Not just the Rooster Teeth aspect of it. Yeah, no, the people, the people who were running Supernova were very cool and very organized. Yeah. yeah. Even Gavin knew what he was doing at all times. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't plan for shit. Couldn't <laughs> escape anything. It's true. But, so, uh, what were you going to say about our, our later events there? So, what do you think? So, I mean, who are we going to send to Australia the next time? I don't know. I think... Uh, Carrie wanted to go. Carrie? Yeah. Okay. I remember he had a pretty cool idea. Oh, he did have a cool idea. So I, I, think, I, I think he has to go for I that reason. I think the reason. rule for Australia is anybody but Jack. I think that's we should offer it to Jack and then tell him it gets canceled. No. That'd be the, you guys are awful. <laughs> it's terrible. That's a good um, idea. It's a good but, idea, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the, our, our distributor down there was talking to me. They wanted to see if it would be possible for us to do like a, a panel down there and do a live podcast recording on stage. That would be pretty cool. So uh, we're, we're talking about that, trying to work out some logistics. I got to say, too, I got to give a major shout out to the fan group down there, Rooties. Mm-hmm. Katie, who's coming in for RTX, they put on RT Oz, uh, which was an event that we went to in Sydney. That was a blast. That was very fun. We had a lot of fun. And Gavin... Did not repeat Brandon's mistake. He did not take all the shots he was offered, although he did take quite a few of them. I did. I, I accepted I most drinks. Gavin has a higher tolerance than Brandon, though. Oh, well, I think, think VidCon so. put that to the test. <laughs> so I, I got lucky enough. I was able to go to the Spider-Man premiere the first day that we were in VidCon. I just got flipped off by Barbara. Yes, it was pretty cool. Um, and so I kind of I went without Gavin. Uh, and when I got back to the hotel, it was pretty late. And... I went to bed. I just was asleep. And at 3 a.m., I get a phone call that wakes me up. And it's Gavin saying, which meant come, out, come out and take care of me for an hour. This motherfucker, he oh, was no. so drunk. It was unbelievable. What did you do? Well, it's free bar. Open bar. Well, he, he I went to three where different industry parties that you. were held the first night of VidCon. Three different ones. Think I'll tell you that. what my problem was. I've never been to a party on my own before. So... I wasn't with anyone to talk to, so I was like, well, I'll go to the bar, have a few, and I'll get Shay. And it was good. And then afterwards, yeah. (laughs) He he says afterwards, yeah, because he can't remember anything that happened that night. But we have slowly pieced it together based on other people's photos (laughs) and everyone coming up to us and telling us the next day, hey, I saw Gavin. He was super drunk (laughs) and he was in a fountain. Or he was super drunk and he was in an elevator. I had... The best hour-long conversation with the double rainbow guy. It was like the best moment of my life. How did you get back to the hotel? For clarification, VidCon is like basically the YouTube con. So it's like all the people have YouTube videos are there. YouTube stars. So yeah, Mr. Double Rainbow is there. Is he up to the triple rainbow yet? What's what's, what's he working on? What do you guys talk about? It's everything. Life. (laughs) Do you remember? It's probably one of the deepest (laughs) conversations I've ever had. I tried to get him to go to bed for an (laughs) hour. Gus, what is my responsibility as a friend? He's that drunk. I'm not drunk at all. Mm-hmm. It's three in the morning, then gets to four in the morning, and he I, I get him in his room, 
get him in his bed. He takes the complimentary water that they give him. No, that was six bucks. It was Fiji. Great. Fiji Even better because I paid for it. And he's dumping it on me and flipping it at me and covering me with water. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Because he's recording it too. And I'm just like, I'm gonna, I said I'm going to wrap a towel around your head and, and throw you in the bathtub. <laughs> You're going to whip Houston his ass. He's constantly trying to tackle me, constantly trying to knock the phone out of my hands. And I'm like, Gavin, go to sleep. And I finally get him in there, and I get out of the room, and I walk away. He follows me out of the room, follows me back on the lobby. And that's where I left him after after an hour of just, like, wrestling with him and trying to get him under control. Such a I, I don't remember. I remember being at the party. You would think if he was that drunk, he would have passed out. Yeah. Dude, I, get, I had energy that day. I should, I should, you know what? He doesn't remember anything. I just should have knocked him out. I thought I should have done. I should have taken like his MacBook, his metal MacBook, and just brain him with it. That probably would have been better. It, was, it would have solved a lot of problems. That's for sure. So I got a package today from a user on a site called Mo Parker. It scared the crap out of me. Pipe bomb from Left 4 Dead. Oh, shit. Yeah, Mo Parker does a lot of cosplay stuff. Yeah, he does. He, he says he likes to throw this into a living room full of people who are playing Left 4 Dead. It scares the crap out of them. I bet it does. Holy they, shit, they that's awesome. attacked by zombies. <laughs> it's, and it's cool. It's like, it looks exactly like the one from, even with the battery. The one yeah, but he should have painted it gray. I mean, call me crazy, right? Wow. Here, you hold it up because it's yours. Take a picture. Take a picture. Here, we'll make the noise while we do it. Very important for the picture that it's making noise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Mo Parker... Uh, he he had a crazy cosplay costume at uh, the tank. Comic-Con, yeah, yeah, at Comic Con one year, he dressed as the tank, yeah. and he looked. He was enormous, and he had these huge arms that he was controlling through some kind he of. Made, he made journals about the process of building that thing. It was incredible. Is that his sister? Is Aona? No, Aona, no. his sister. Aona, they're just friends. Okay, yeah. And she played Zoe. Yes. And then there was some guy playing. Bill. I think it was her brother playing Bill. Playing Bill was her brother. Okay, yes. that's where I got. Confused. I could be mistaken, but. I think that's what it was. That was a pretty cool team of cosplayers. Yeah. yeah. They're really, really good. She does a lot of cosplay as well. Aona. I think she did uh, someone else from Left 4 Dead once, too. Forget. The other girl. Rochelle? Yeah. She sucks. <laughs> She's so much worse than... Zoe's... Zoe's better. What's the perfect Left 4 Dead team? The perfect Left 4 Dead team? Well, Alice team? would be on it, for sure. I think Coach would be on it, too. I like Coach. Coach. I like yeah. Coach. Yeah. But I like them all. I just don't like... It's Rochelle and... Uh, um. I can't say Lewis because it's like racist. <laughs> I, Fra- I don't like Francis very much, although a lot of people like Francis. Yeah, I'm not a big Francis fan. Yeah. I'm not a big Nick fan either. I yeah. I can I can lose Nick. Yeah. So we're down to we're down to five. Don't like five. Yeah. Fran- we gotta get Bill, Lewis, Zoe, Coach, and Ellis. Who are you cutting from that? Oh Dream team right here. Cut Zoe. No. I might cut Bill, honestly. Oh really? Yeah. No, Who'd you cut? I don't, you know, they're coming out with more campaign for yes. Left 4 Dead 2. And I don't know if you heard this while you were, I heard while you were gone. They released SFM for Team Fortress 2. I should, well, why don't we talk about that for a second? I'll make sure that we can talk about what we're about to talk about yeah. before we put out the podcast. But we've been working with, with SFM for probably four years. Something like that. On yeah. different stuff. Uh, one of my favorite people in the entire world, Bay Rate, is the lead on developing that. And he showed it this the early stuff like four years ago. We've known this has been coming forever. Yeah. And it is a crazy, crazy tool. In fact, I'm not sure how much they've put out in this I, initial offering. we got to take a look at it. I, I've taken a look at it. I've looked very extensively. So if I'm asked about it, I know what to say and what not to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's uh, it, it was something it, one of the coolest secret things we've ever been shown that early. So it's for, you know, for people who don't know what SFM is, it's Source Filmmaker. It's a utility you can run uh, parallel to the game. It, it is, the, very it is hard the game. It's hard to explain. It is very hard to explain. It's like a program that runs. It's like the game, but 
a program that runs parallel to the game. Anyway, it really only makes sense. The power of it really only makes sense to somebody who's edited for a long time. Yeah, like, you can edit a scene, but then go into a clip and change the clip. Right. So, like, you have your clip in a timeline. You can go in and change elements in the scene. You can change the camera angle. And you can change the animations. It's so, so hard to explain. So like, if you had a good shot and like there's someone walking in the background that you don't want, you can just plop them out and yeah. just get rid of them. Or you're out. like, oh, I wish there was someone in the background. Uh, you okay. put them in. That's awesome. Or you're like, oh, I wish the lighting was a little better. And then we put a light over here. Boop. Okay, and they're also perfect. editing oh. with the same. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me give you an example that, that will say how this will blow your mind based on what you do, Gavin. Yeah. Let's say you're going to make your, an episode of the Slow Mo Guys. Yeah. You just shoot the whole thing. You shoot your water balloon. And then after the fact, you go in and say, I want the shots with the water balloon to be 10,000 frames a second. <laughs> Afterwards. You shoot with a normal camera and you say, I want to change the time base of this to whatever. That would and be sweet. <laughs> you can do that in post. Or it's like, or it's like even like, oh, I don't like the angle that I got of the water balloon. I'm going to change the angle and also change the time rate. Of I want to put the camera in the balloon as it pops. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or like, oh, the balloon popped three minutes in. I wish it had popped seven minutes in instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It is, it, it, is, it is hard to explain how powerful the tool is because we've even worked with it for a long period of time and we don't have full experience with it in yeah. order to use like, it. You know? I feel like a caveman when I use it. That's the best way of, of, of putting it. It's like this super powerful tool. And I'll sit there for like an hour making something and I think it's awesome. And then someone who's more experienced will come along and in five seconds they'll do everything I did in that one hour. Like, yeah. How, did, how did you do that? <laughs> and, and they don't touch the mouse. Yeah, They're it's like, all the- with the, with the keys, like a piano, and it's like, and then it's a totally different shot, and it's like, what in the hell? Yeah. Do you think that's the future of filmmaking? Like, say, in a hundred years, maybe you won't use cameras; you'll just have just blocks in the middle of the room that just scan the whole room every, you know, Dude, the hundredth room, of the a second. Room won't exist. What? Yeah, that's the thing. There's no point to having the room. It'll exist yeah. virtually in yeah, the well, computer. That, that'd be the next level. But you could have like a scene with actors that is like scanned, and then you just use it digitally afterwards. It'll be like, Instead of recording it from one angle at one time, what? it'll be kids. It'll be kids that are born now that will grow up with it. That'll understand it better than we possibly yeah, can because yeah. we're too based in what we're doing now. <laughs> right? Like I was, I'm watching the Matrix movies with my kid because he's you know ten, and so I thought, okay, if I can sit there with him and watch it, we can like fast forward through some stuff. Nothing really awful in the Matrix, you know. Maybe it's like the stuff where he comes out of the pod the first time. Yeah. But so we just started the second movie, which, by the way. You know, I I don't like the second and third Matrix movies, but watching now, I don't mind them so much. Although they should totally remaster that Burly Brawl scene because, man. There's that, well, that, the jump where it becomes CG. Where it becomes yeah. like a video game almost. Yeah, yeah if, and if they did it today, I bet it would look absolutely incredible. I'm sure. They could probably just do it with a re-render yep. on it, you know, and just maybe update oh, the... Up the polygons? Yeah, or? yeah. Well, what the fuck do I know? Anyway, so I was explaining to him the scene where the Nebuchadnezzar ship goes into Zion for the mm-hmm. first time. And they're the people, like the technology there is all ratty, you know, because mm-hmm. it's all the, the, the human city. But the people running the gate are in this white, clean environment. And he's like, Where did the, how come they don't have the cool stuff in Zion everywhere? They just have it in that one white room. And I said, Oh, those people aren't in a room. They're hooked into a, like a local version of the Matrix. And so they're in there running it. That's how they interface with the computer programs. <laughs> and I was like, ready this long explanation for him. He goes, oh, that totally makes sense. Uh, like, uh, he completely got <laughs> it. You know what I mean? It's like, okay. Wow. You awesome. Know, young I, minds. I read a bit of trivia about the Matrix the other day. I don't know if it's true or not. But apparently the character of Switch was supposed to be female in the Matrix, but male in the real world. And that was the origin of the character's yeah, name, the Switch. Very ah. Wachowski. Yeah, and that, like, there was supposed to be an androgynous character who <laughs> right. just happened to be male in the real world and female in the Matrix, which I thought would have been cool. 
But I guess they like the actress they hired so much they used her for both. Turns out they just had one of the directors do that. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way they solved that problem. Ladies and gentlemen, Bernie Burr. (laughs) That became a behind the scenes thing as well. What is it? Larry Wachowski became Linda Wachowski. I believe so. So did he have the full works? Like Gavin, I don't know. I'm sure that's his own personal, his or her her own personal business now. Sorry. You got there eventually. These, these are complex issues. <laughs> I'm trying to navigate them as best I can. We need a third pronoun. What's that? We need a third gender pronoun. We don't need a third pronoun. It's. No. <laughs> it, it indicates no gender. <laughs> or both. No, it's true. It's true. We do need something besides. Like, like, we do. <laughs> we do Shmim, have. Shmim. When you're writing, you have to say his slash her. Mm-hmm. We just need a word that's like like ones. You a know, person's. Like, yeah, a person's thing. Yeah, that doesn't indicate gender in any way. I, I guess a lot of people use there. I mean, we're using it in the context of someone who's transgendered, which is not the point of this, but I'm, I, I'm, I'm deriving from this conversation that we actually, I actually do run into that, where I don't want to write his slash her all the time. Mm-hmm. I want to write, there should be a pronoun for someone's thing. There. Make it up now. T-H-E-R. Yes, but there implies it's plural. A, yeah. Right, that's yeah, the problem. But that's, that's what people often do. They, say like they, they have their own cup. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not right. Instead of his or her own cup, his or her own cup. His or her. Well, you can just make up a nonsense word now and have that become the standard. That's probably true. Let's do it. This podcast has enough listeners. (laughs) Sure, (laughs) can apply. So while y'all have been gone, we've been playing the shit out of Daisy. I'm sorry, I haven't even played it yet. I'm so jealous. So we've been, we've been like the game has changed so much in the amount of time we've played it. Like we've been through so many. How many weeks have you been playing? A month. I don't know. Three weeks. By the way, I, I just came back and I, and I loaded it up yesterday, and I had to catch up on versions. I found a launcher for it. Are you using that launcher? Six launcher? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm so much easier now. Yeah, if you're not using six launcher to play the game, you should definitely use that. There, there, there used to be a problem where it was more difficult to get side chat working in six, six launcher, but they've disabled side chat altogether in the oh, game. Oh, okay, they did do that. Yeah, it's gone. So how do you communicate with people? You can only communicate if you're within 50 meters of them in the, like, in the group channel. Oh, is that group or direct? What is direct? Direct, I'm sorry, direct, the okay. white one. There's group, direct, and then vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. So, so can, yeah, you have to use direct, and direct only works for people within 50 meters of you. I was on one of our servers yesterday, and some fucking jackass named Thomas kept dragging <laughs> zombies around and, like, and bring them in. Fuck you, Thomas. Yeah, and I, and I got away from him, finally. I had a hatchet, and I finally got away from him. Later on, I was like, Thomas has been killed. I'm like, you fucking better be killed, yeah. jackass. I'll find your body and shit on it. <laughs> <Sorry. I'm> like, <laughs> wow. He, it's like when they drag zombies around, they alert the zombies. It's like, get get them out of here. Get, get, and I just can't bring myself to hack the other player to death, even though I should. I, 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 I've changed, by the way. Since I've been playing that game, I have like, I've, I've noticed myself. I used to be like wanting to help people and really... You know, I saw this coming a mile away. No, anyway. no. Anytime I see someone, I try to kill them. Like, as soon as I get a weapon, I'm like, yes, I'll kill all those fucking assholes <laughs> what? around me. You're crazy. What, what no, 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 no. And you play the game enough. Like, I could totally see, like, whenever I would watch, like, an apocalyptic movie, I was like, that's so unbelievable. Why wouldn't people work together? I don't, I don't understand. I understand now. Yeah. Every other person is been, just a problem. You've yeah. been doing it too long. Yeah, there's, there's, like, there's nothing... But that's your method on life as well. There's nothing they can bring to the table that assists. It's only more additional problems and issues. You know what would be badass? If you could use other dead survivors as food, and that would change you into like a cannibal skin. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're really twisted. And you, you can do you that because you're, you're disgusting. You can do that in Fallout. You can, eat, you can cannibalize other people, so yeah. why not? Be like uh, Book of Eli, too, yeah. where the, the cannibals shake, yeah. right? Another deal? Yeah, yeah. So, I, like, I was playing a couple, or maybe last weekend, and I logged in. You know, I, logged, I spawned along the water, and I started walking north. With no gun? Yeah. Now? No fucking gun? No gun. Oh, which which I think is more awesome. You don't start with a gun anymore? No. <laughs> Yeah, you're and I, I, I go north a little bit, like, oh, weird, there's a dead survivor here. So, like, I loot them, get their stuff. 
keep walking north along the water. Oh, weird. There's another dead survivor. I found, like, five dead survivors within, like, 200 yards. I think you're stretching the definition of the word survivor. Yeah. Dead survivors. <laughs> Where do you bury the survivors? And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to log out. I don't know what was going on, but I quit playing. I was like, something is fucked up going why, on around why here. Why you investigate that? Yeah, there, five so of them already died. You think like the the, the, the those five were like I'm, I'm going to investigate. I'm going to see what's going on. And they all end up dead on the beach. I love it. it's like somebody's making a trail to somewhere he wants to go. And he's making it with dead survivor bodies. But I, how do you get away from a zombie now? Like if they're chasing you, what do you do? It's easier to get away now. Like it took me a long time to develop. Eva- God, I have like evasion tactics now. The probably the, the best way, the easiest way to evade them is if you see an incline, start running up the incline because you can run much faster up an incline than mm-hmm. they can, and you can start moving around shrubs. So if you can break, like what you do is you don't run in a straight line. It's like running away from an alligator. You run like in, a, in zigzags away because it forces them to constantly like you leave their field of view and they have to like re reacquire you and come at you. Okay. So during that reacquiring, after you zigzag, you run behind a bush or. My favorite thing is if there's a wall, run around it and do 180 degrees back. Could they swim? Yes. yes. Are you serious? So, I learned that last night. Zigs- so if you can run straight up a hill or zigzag on straight ground, going around bushes and obstacles. It's, it, it, it's hard in towns because there's a lot of cover, but there's even more zombies. God, it's the worst. So you have to like zigzag, move for cover, and then dive and hit the ground. And really? lots of times so you can just hide? Yeah, lots of times they'll, they'll just miss you. They, like, they won't be able to reacquire you. That's oh, okay. awesome. I, I want to play this game. You have to practice. Once, once you get good, I can I can totally can beat the shit out of zombies now. I died. I, man, I had I had so much stuff and I died today. I broke my leg. Oh, last night. Last night I was like, it's the worst. So what do you do? Do What's you wait for it to heal? You can use morphine. Yeah, morphine uh, is what you need. But you, like, you, used to, you used to have some when you started. Now yeah. you don't have. How you, you, you can't it? walk if like if your crawl? leg's broken. You have to you have to like army man crawl. Uh, <laughs> but like, does it ever morphine. heal itself or? Not, I've, I've never lived long enough after a broken bone. Not not to get more feet. Like actually, six weeks in real time. <laughs> right. You have to get a cash and you get eight other survivors <laughs> to sign it, and then you like heal. <laughs> then you're all good. Have you have you seen the? There's a website. Uh, I do like it though. What happens when you have a cast on? What's the one thing everyone always asks you? What happened? How'd you break it? That's what Gavin just asked. I broke my leg. Is how'd you break your leg? <laughs> it's like the first question. Uh, somebody shot me in the leg. Some jackass <laughs> from the top of a hospital. That's so cool that that is that realistic. Yeah, Barb, it was real cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was having a great time with all the realism. Can you get <laughs> shot in the neck and be paralyzed, paralyzed from the neck down? You can shot in the neck and die. Like, uh, for the rest of the <laughs> internally, <laughs> internally decapitated. <laughs> no, like your, go-kart. your character can go into shock. Yeah. And wow. then you pass out on the ground. So you're like waiting for your character to wake back up. That's the worst. Shit's you you see like, a, like just like an hourglass appears and the timer starts going down. You're like, get the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so you can pass out from shock. Yeah. 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 And as you bleed out to your character, like, the color drains out of the world, and then it gets kind of swimmy after a little while, mm-hmm. and then, like, you can see your heartbeat on the screen, like, everything, like, kind of pulses as your heart yeah. beats. It does for Left 4 Dead, doesn't it? When you're dying, it kind of, like, the screen gets all shaky. Oh, well, when you're about to die, it turns black and white. Yeah. Like, that's when you can't get incapacitated yeah. one more time. I just know time. when you're, like, down on the ground, it's all, everything's blurry. Mm. Okay. One time, I fucking, I, I, the first time I ever logged in, I, I, like, I saw an island, I swam out to it. And I had to like swim around to the backside of the island. I, cr- I climbed up. There was a lighthouse. I didn't want to walk back down the island and swim around. So I thought, I'll just jump off from here into the water and swim back to land. <laughs> Jumped off into the water, broke my leg, passed out from the pain, <laughs> sank to the bottom of the water. <laughs> I was like, motherfucker. I don't think anything worse could happen to you. <laughs> you passed out from the pain before you could swim out. Yep. I do like that they've added hatchets to the game that you can use to like hack. Yes. Now zombies. I like that better. It's, 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 since it's, it's a quiet way to kill them, which is... 
what, what was needed. Yeah, but they're way more sensitive now too. Like it, mm-hmm. I pick up zombies a lot more frequently now. Yeah, they're yeah they they're they're a lot more alert. Now when you see a zombie, you're like, fuck, I gotta get crawl along. <laughs> yeah. We are probably gonna have a Daisy gameplay at RTX on yeah. the esports stage. Oh, you think so? We'll be mm-hmm. showing it off. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, this is the last podcast. R- RTX, RTX this weekend. Wow, how are you guys holding up? <laughs> Doing okay. I think Barbara said it best when she said, "Try not to throw up constantly." Every day gets a little harder not to throw up. <laughs> it's just a lot, a lot of anticipation. A lot of there's a lot of moving things, and yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be fun. It's just got to make sure everything's good to go. Yes, I realized after going to VidCon, I think I may have overbooked myself for RTX. Like I put myself on a lot of panels. Yeah, which I thought, Barbie, okay, your left eye is red. Is it? Yep. <laughs> That's not something. It's one of the things you don't notice. <laughs> it's like suddenly she's got this flaming red eye. Pink eye. Maybe so. Did you try to sign a. I was playing around immigration with some form? homeless cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was signing an immigration form with a thermometer. Um, yeah, but after VidCon, I realized that I. Uh, why she's using your iPhone as a mirror? I never even thought to do that. You're using the, the, as a front facing camera. That's yeah, brilliant. Do that. That's brilliant, actually. Uh, anyway, the. Uh, it is red. Uh, VidCon, I, I realized that I, I I probably overbooked myself for RTX because I'm in panels, which I thought made me more accessible, but it actually I should be walking around a little bit more, mm. I think. Yeah. You're not on too many. No? I, I felt like it was back-to-back on a few things. There's a, a time period during one of the days where you're back-to-back. I gotta run. Yeah. You can do the next. Um, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Saturday and Sunday. What do you, Guys, what are you personally looking forward to the most at RTX? Sunday night. No, I'm, kidding, I'm, kidding, I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. I'm looking forward to just seeing everyone have a good time and make friends because that's like it's so rewarding for me to see that. That's mm-hmm. always cool. Best community manager. <laughs> How many Halo Four stations are there? Uh, I'm not sure yet. We're we're trying to see if we can get some more extras in there. Halo Four is going to be crazy. Yeah, we got yeah. a bunch, but we're trying to get more because we realize a lot of people want to play Halo Four. I wonder what. Surprise, what are you, were, you, were you making fun of our hand placement during our TV interview the other day? <laughs> what were yeah. your hands doing? They were, Gus, Gus and Matt were on a local news station promoting RTX locally, and they were like, they were like in their chairs, and their hands were like both very properly placed. I'm like, we I, can I, I, I kept, yeah, I kept thinking of Alec Baldwin in that fucking thirty right now. So like, I need two coffee cups, I need a couple of mugs. I don't want to do my hands. <laughs> It definitely, there's definitely, what is that? What, once you, you are so aware, aware of, of your of hands, it's over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I became, like you said, I became aware of them right before the camera turned on. And I was like, fuck my hands. <laughs> try it. Try modeling and figure out what to do with your hands. That's fucked up. Because when you're on an interview, you can move your hands and talk with your hands. But when you're modeling, you need to, like, put them somewhere. And it's always awkward. <laughs> I'd be the one dude who's, like, one hand in the pocket, one hand on his hip. I, I was defaulting to a hand on the hip during our photos. <laughs> you were standing like a damn teapot. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I gotta stop doing this. Why am I doing this? For photos. I felt kind of... I felt kind of... <laughs> no, you killed Barbara. Dandy. I'm standing like a dandy boss. So, going back to Prometheus, well, I, I, I just remembered something that I wanted clarification on in Prometheus. You guys remember it, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay, so David the android... Yes. ...gets like that, the, 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 the canister thing. By the way, Android George is the best characters in the yeah. alien movies. He, was, he was incredible. He took a dot of the black stuff and put it in the dude's drink. Why did he poison him? Why did he do that? I don't understand his motivation for, for doing he wants that. To kill him. He was Why? bored. No, 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 no. The androids are, it's kind of a common thing in the, uh, in the alien movies is that the android wants to infect someone to bring the thing back for the corporation. That always takes place. Right, but I mean, 
That, I, the best oh, I, I see. I see. I, see. I, I didn't think about it in the context of he infected him, knowing he would have sex with the woman impregnating her. I don't think he knew that in particular, but I think I don't. But it didn't put anything in him. It just mutated the crap. But out of it him. was gonna. What are you talking about? It, it's like at the beginning of the movie when the dude, you know, the spaceship's taken off and the dude drinks the thing, and he like he gets infected. It's the same yeah. thing that you the, put well, in right the right beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the same thing. He wanted to affect change in him. Uh, I, they, also, those big white dudes didn't make any sense to me at all. Hmm. I just think he wanted to fuck shit up, to mm-hmm. be honest. He's yeah, bored. He's a it, robot. The, the robots always... Not, it's not always the robots, because in Aliens... Bi, not, is it Bishop? Bishop, Aliens? Yeah. yeah. Bishop awesome, means Aliens. Awesome character. I it, love that. He's the li- likable as hell in that movie. Well, he's the flip, right? Yeah. So it was the guy, the Paul Reiser character, who was the corporation guy trying to infect right. uh, Ripley and Newt. So they could carry the aliens yeah, he, back. He locked them in that lab. Yeah. with the face hugger. That's a pretty common thing. Okay. Is that once they discover the alien, it's like the agenda is, oh, let's get this back and weaponize it. You know, okay. I, think, it was, I think it's it was, in every one of them, right? In Alien One, you you don't know he's a android, and in the second one, you think he's a bad one, but he's a good. You, you're led to believe that he's yeah. a bad dude, but he turns out to be. I don't remember hero. anything about Alien Resurrection. What one was that? I don't think I even saw that one. Is that the one? That's the one with Winona Ryder. Yeah, I, yeah. I only saw the first two. Or three. Yeah, I don't remember. I remember three Think, being weird. Three oh, was the one by the French director, right? Charles Dance in it. I don't remember. The guy who, from Game of Thrones. Oh. Who, who's in Game of Thrones? He's the Lannister, main guy. Uh. So here's the other thing about Gav, is that Gav knows all the names of all the characters in Game of Thrones. I don't know any of them. I know the characters. I know the characters, but not their names. Mm. Like, So you've been watching Game of Thrones? Yeah. Who's the name of the guy who protects Daenerys Targaryen? He's uh, always with oh. her. Oh, yeah, I just said I know all the characters. I don't know that guy's name. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, it's, there's so many things. Jorah Mormont. Are you serious? Yeah. Are, you just, are you just saying nonsense? No. It sounds like gibberish. No, he's right. He's That's right. And also, two of, the, two of the guests at Supernova were two of the cast members of Game of Thrones. I know nothing about Game of Thrones. You should I don't go even watch know Game of what Thrones. it's about. It's awesome. I thought I was going to hate it. I don't I know have... why. Like, I'm a big nerd. I like fantasy stuff. But, like, look, hearing people talk about it, it's like, ah, oh, that sounds boring. It sounds stupid. No, it's awesome. Do you have a Blu-ray player? Yeah. Yes. I will lend you my Blu-rays. Are they your Blu-rays? I thought they were the opposite Blu-rays. Well, you, you you made me give them back before I finished, so I bought it. Oh, right. <laughs> really? I, I bought the, the entire box set of season one just to see the last episode. Did you really? Yeah. No, Why don't you just get off iTunes? It. Why don't you get off iTunes? I did! Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> the show's like, so like. good. By the way, I'm proven absolutely correct. Australia, Australia and New Zealand is the land of bad internet. We didn't have a good internet connection the entire time we were there. And New Zealand was fucking miserable. It was like, it was a dribble. It would have been quicker to write the website down on a piece of paper than it was to effing load it. <laughs> you mean mail away for it? Yeah. <laughs> How does anybody in New Zealand use the internet? Then? It would have been quicker to, to call someone and have them like read out home about. Maybe they could fax it to you. Yeah. <laughs> it was awful. Well, here's what we're trying to figure out, Barb, is what would happen if someone from New Zealand went somewhere else and got internet and was like, I'd be like what just happened? And it could have been just be shitty hotel internet, you yeah, know? It, it probably is. And then, we, yeah. and then we came back here, we were in LA, and I was getting like 10 times the speed on my phone while we were going down the highway. And then you're on the plane get, with Wi-Fi, and it was like, the fact that we can get faster internet while in a car and on a plane than we can. Yeah. There's probably a- limited cables run to the island. I don't know if you remember when I was in Puerto Rico during season one, remember you would try to call me sometimes and it wouldn't work? Yes, I do. Like all, <laughs> oh, all the phone lines going to the island would be occupied, would be busy. And you would get like a call cannot be completed. So how many there. calls can, can you have? Oh. In this country? 
Because if everyone picks up the phone, that won't work, right? No, it doesn't work like that. No. It's meant for like you know ten percent capacity or yeah. something. If okay. everyone picked up their, if everyone had a home phone and picked it up, not everyone would get dial tone. Yeah, I can't handle it. So can you buy your own direct line? Like, can you buy mm-hmm. your own? Probably, probably T one, right? Isn't it? Yeah, you probably pay a lot of money for it. Though. <laughs> buy your own trunks. Yeah. That's, Seems I, like nobody has a home phone anymore, though. Uh-uh. I talked about like we were talking about was, like being on a modem and, and being like three hundred baud modem, and Gavin gets baud. Uh, like that was a word I thought I, he thought I made up. He doesn't. He's not going to term baud rage or <laughs> anything like that. Wow. But he had a, he had a fifty six k modem. He said when he was younger. Coming from Gavin, the person who makes up the most words I've ever heard. In my it's life. a bit. We we, uh, bit. we play. We did a let's play in Worms recently. And Dung Bingo. <laughs> the most fun in that game is just naming worms. I don't know if you ever tried just to make up dumb names for worms. It's really what fun. What was your favorite one? Uh, Michael made one that was called Peef Rimgar, which I thought was pretty <laughs> good. Peef Rimgar is yeah. good. And Dung Bingo. <laughs> These are all characters from Game of Thrones. Too. I, I mean, <laughs> this is what Gavin said on the phone when he was really drunk. Yeah. Did you have a modem when you had internet as a kid? Yeah. You did. Okay, so... At 23, Barber still had a modem. Yes. Yeah, he man. dialed up. There and all will that. be a cutoff, and it's coming soon, I feel like. Well, I was just trying to explain to someone I did an interview with uh, Sheer Lazar, who does a show called What's Trending mm-hmm. at VidCon. And I had explained to her that when we first started making Red vs. Blue, we had to have a version of it that was for dial up. Mm-hmm. That was a small, smallest possible version of the show so people could download it over dial up. Yep. And that's when did that go away? Very god, soon, thank God. Yeah, thank God it's gone. One of the I remember one of the first things I looked up, like when I first got internet access, you know, a billion years ago, because I'm a fucking old man, sloppy pussy. <laughs> yeah, the first thing I looked up was sloppy pussy. The second thing I looked up was modem commands, so I could turn off that fucking speaker every time you <laughs> dial, so I don't have to hear it every time. What it's M zero. If you add that to your uh, string, it will silence the speaker. I need to hear that though, because I need to know when it was connecting. No, fuck that. And fuck you, that. you had to hear also too if you got a fifth at UT University of Texas. They didn't have 56K banks everywhere. So I had to listen for the 56K uh-huh. tone to make sure I was getting one. No, the only modem I ever dialed up with was a 2400 baud modem, which it didn't matter what the fuck it sounded like. 2400? Yeah, and then from there, like, I didn't have internet for years until, I mean, I, I did. But then it was like I was in college, and it was like, you know, Ethernet. For reference, Gavin, 2400 is like half of New Zealand. This is essentially what that <laughs> you is. You can download 10 kilobytes a minute. Do you think at you could speed? live with that speed of an internet right now? No. no. If you had to? There's no. no going back. Would you rather have no internet or that kind of internet? I would always want some kind I'd of internet. I'd take that, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Back then, it was like all the internet like that I used was all text based, too. Like, yeah. I had a text based web browser. <laughs> so it was like when I was downloading porn as a you know, 15 year old kid, like, oh, that picture sounds hot. I'm going to download it and see what it looks like in six minutes. <laughs> Remember ASCII? There was ASCII porn, which is like people were drawing naked girls with characters on the screen. Brackets and slides. It's like an emoticon. (laughs) So sexy emoticon. So sad. But you know what? It's good enough. (laughs) They got the job done. (laughs) Did they do animated ones? What's no, that? how did you um, animate that? I don't know. Just it change the. Thank you for demonstrating. What are you talking about? Something I've noticed about Gavin, which I, it's, I don't know why I notice it, but it bothers me every time I notice that too. When he does the people having sex, do the people having sex hand motion, Barbara. Okay. You use one finger. Gavin uses, he uses two, two fingers. fingers. He uses two fingers. Why do you use two fingers? It's all about girth, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we need to make a shirt for you, Gavin Free. It's all about girth, isn't it? <laughs> But you, it's like your default it. is two fingers. <laughs> that would One of three. <laughs> He's practicing. <laughs> He's dreaming. Three. Live the dream, Gavin Free. <laughs> Gross. 
All right. Uh, so guess it. what I showed Gavin yesterday? What's that? I showed Gavin U.S. $1 coins. Oh, and yeah. I blew his mind. That's cool. You should use them. Nope. No one does. They don't no take them, them anywhere. I was given those as change from someplace, and no one else takes them. Yeah, a lot of people think you're trying to like pass off fake money. Do you know what happened well, in Canada? Legal. They, they have to legally take it, then. Yeah, but you have to legally them. convince them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you have to legally <laughs> convince them. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got to the whole hassle. Same thing with, with $2 bills. Sometimes you fucking try to pay with a $2 bill, and they look at you like you're trying to pull a fast one. Yeah, <laughs> someone gave one of those to me at a convention like five years ago. I was like... What? <laughs> yeah, you took it to me. Like, is this real? <laughs> a what? A two dollar bill. bill. Oh, right. What was the myth about that? That they got rid of the two dollar bill because somebody on the back was wearing a hat. Oh, right. Seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, like it's Americans don't like hats. <laughs> it was a drawing. It was a drawing of like the Continental Congress. <laughs> the people or the Continental? Yeah, Continental Congress. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they drafted the Constitution. So who's on the two? Uh, to be that guy. Who's on the two? Wow. Who's on the two? <laughs> Monroe? Monroe? I don't know who's on the two. I have no idea. Do you oh, know what happened in Canada? They changed the loony, which is the one dollar coin, yeah. to be a different weight. They like redesigned it so it's a bit lighter. But the fucking dumbasses don't realize that no vending machine or any like yep. parking meter. They can't take it because they don't think it's a dollar because of the weight. Mm-hmm. Well, that would change. So every place that takes well, it has to change. It's a lot of money to change that. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. I, I re- would think that'd be like the first thing they would think about when redesigning a coin. When you the said they changed it. the weight, it's the first thing I thought of. Yeah. As soon as you said it. I, well, I thought about that and I also thought about blind people not being able to identify it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's true. No, it's There's true. a certain weight of it. I like the Australian money, the um, paper money, because it, well, it's, not, it's, not, it's like plastic. You can't rip it. It's also different sizes depending on the denomination. Yeah. I well, you know so, so is the pounds. The Canadian bills oh, are it? also yeah. redesigned to be plastic now. A, fi- a 50 pound note won't fit in my wallet. Yeah. It just like tips over the top. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like I like I like their money down there in Australia and New Zealand. That's cool. The Australian one also has like that little clear window, yeah, the window. in it. Yeah. <laughs> no, geez, Jefferson's on the two. Oh, okay. Hmm. So there you go. Yeah, it's weird that is Jefferson on the quarter as well. I, I don't know. Is we should. It's kind of stuff we should know off the top of our head. I think so. I think it's Jefferson on the quarter. Did you know on the back of the penny there is the Lincoln Memorial and there's a tiny little Lincoln, tiny tiny tiny, tiny little Lincoln, Lincoln in there. You can look at them. So we tested our stereo microscopes in seventh grade. I know who's in the back of all my money. I thought you were going to tell a joke. I was waiting for a punchline. No, no, no. Was that <laughs> yeah, before, he's jerking it. Was that before or after he became a vampire slayer? You know what the design date of... That's the worst idea ever. You know what the design date of the uh, $2 bill is? 1928. Hmm. Wasn't it introduced? Like I felt like it was introduced in the 70s. I felt like it was gotten rid of in the 70s. Do you oh, still really? make those? No, no. They, the $2 bills are around. They still make them? That sounds no, so gross. I, they, they probably do. It's one of those things they, they print for one specific reason. <laughs> to piss off convenience store workers? I, I also, I gotta say, I find it really fucking weird that we don't have denominations of cash larger than a $100 bill. Yeah. And people always say that there is one. There's not. There used to be for bank use. It was never, like, publicly... What was it? Dis- uh, dispersed. It was a $10,000 note. Holy shit. And they could use that to, you know, just make big bank transfers back yeah. when, before, I guess, computers, essentially. Yeah, before you could do it electronically. Yeah. I think they do it to make embezzling and, like, hiding cash reserves more difficult. Or because it's drug trafficking. Right, since it takes up more space. People are stupid and will lose it. It's just like a Well, that's their fault. I think they, they don't want to make it easy to hide money from the government. I think you're right. Yeah. Because like to, to to have a million dollars in cash, you have to do it hundreds. Yeah. It actually is a big amount of money. Like it would be bigger, as big as like what you carry in your arms. I think is. It'd what be we ten thousand hundred dollar bills. Ten thousand hundred dollar bills, right? So if a stack of hundreds is ten thousand, 
it would be a hundred of those stacks. Mm-hmm. So that would be that'd be hard. Yeah, I don't know if you could hold in your hands. I don't think you could physically it. hold a hundred or a million dollars. The right. euro has a five hundred. Yeah, right. Casinos have like what's the highest chip denomination yeah, at casino? Casinos have chips. Awesome. What the fuck do you want? Two million. God, <laughs> I wouldn't trust that. Like a little token that's ten grand. Yeah, like, oh, we promise we'll give you your money back. Yeah, right. For so this. A little clay Wait. chip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, then they fucking change the weight on it while you're out gambling. Like, no, this one doesn't weigh right. <laughs> you're not getting your money back. Like, put it in a vending machine and buy a Lexus. Have you ever seen, uh, though, in movies, they have those, like, gold bars that they trade at casinos? Yeah. yeah. I've never seen those in person. Have you ever seen those in person? Uh, no, I haven't. Have, have you seen those uh, gold ATMs? No. I, I saw one uh, the last time I was in Vegas where you can go and you can choose to withdraw money. But instead of giving you cash, it gives you the appropriate weight in gold. How is Joel, like, not camped outside <laughs> yeah, of one of those? It's in Vegas, and it's a gold dispensing machine. Mm-hmm. You think he'd, he'd be right there at, like, the bottom of it? Like, well, Homer Simpson with the donuts. Buy gold, buy gold. It gives you lumps of gold. Yeah. That's crazy. Once again, I wouldn't trust it. Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be very precise. That'd be right? a bitch to You would think back. so. I mean, what, what's gold? Like eighteen, no, seventeen hundred dollars an ounce. An ounce, yeah. An ounce, yeah. You'd be like, I guess it's an ounce. I don't know what is an ounce. I don't even know. Like, if I was holding an ounce, I wouldn't be able to tell you if it was an ounce or not. Yeah. Does it shave off the appropriate amount when you buy it? Is that what it does? I think it has predetermined uh, you're, you're specific basically, weights. So you're basically buying the vending machine right. for gold. Is what it is, right? right? But they call it an ATM. Here's one of these things for X. You know those dumb things where you put the penny in and then you like yeah. pull the lever and it comes out as like a yeah. You're gonna, hate, you're gonna hate this question. You like you. <sighs> Crank it. Yeah. yeah. Is it really doing that to the penny? Yes. He thinks that it hides the penny and spits out a you thing. You can that, watch it. They're clear. But he thinks, like, when the gears go past it, it hides your penny and then spits out the souvenir penny. Oh. Like, it well, doesn't how squish can it. Do that? Have you ever used one? No. Compressed Yeah, it. I mean, you can see it and you he can doesn't feel think it. He doesn't think you can squish a penny. So I asked the common thing, like, every kid in the world has done. Have you ever, Gavin, put a penny on a railway railroad track? No. He's never done that before. Oh, weird. I've never done that. You we had, we had a railroad like, track that ran right next door to my elementary school, <laughs> so we would always like full of the second and third graders go out there. There was a kid who got killed on the railroad next to my high school, so we were not allowed on there. How did he get killed? He was walking with his headphones on backwards. He was walking. Well, not he, he wasn't walking. He was walking backwards. He wasn't he was walking backwards. I mean, like he was walking away from where the train would be coming with his headphones on. That sucks. There was a yeah. That would be such I, a surprise. <laughs> Miss Death <laughs> no Texas kidding. got killed here in Austin. She got hit by a train a few oh, years ago, like in two thousand four. Really? Yeah, like he, by old tour. Did you say Miss Death Texas? Death. <laughs> she, she didn't hear the train. Same thing. She didn't hear the train coming. because She was deaf. It came oh, from behind her. God. See, if you're deaf or have headphones on, don't walk on train tracks. But it's a fucking train too. I, I feel like you would feel it. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. Uh, well, that's all sound is anyway, isn't it? Vibration. Yes, very good, Dr. Gavin so, Free. <laughs> so you think all deaf people should hear because they can feel? Well, is that what you're saying? Why can't... <laughs> Keep going. Go on. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> you know, I, I, I met a friend who freaked me out a little bit, uh, where he talked about that, where... Basically, your ears are just really sensitive at feeling sound. That's what they're doing. Interesting. I never thought about it that way. And then he really freaked me out because he said that really you don't taste food. You just feel it with your tongue. And you feel it in a different way mm-hmm. than you feel it like with your hands. I thought, well, there are different. That freaked me out. I don't know something about that. Like that you're <laughs> feeling stuff with your well, tongue. Your taste it's buds. almost like your taste buds are like different shapes and then different flavors are different shapes, shapes as well. It's like a key. When they fit, you taste it and you get the sensation. That'd be weird. I don't want to eat anymore. You look so grossed out right now. It's so gross. I, I, it's I really don't gross. think that's how it works, but that's It's gross. fascinating to me. Yeah. A guy, there's, there's, you meet some strange people at these conventions. A guy at VidCon 
the first conversation he had with me, he thought it would be cool to tell me about a story about a woman who ate a squid. But she popped its nut. Oh, I heard about and then this. It, they, yeah, did, did you talk about it on the podcast? Well, what? The, well, the sperm tried to like oh, inseminate her tongue because they were like was swimming down into it. It was in her cheek. Oh, was it? Yeah. Because like, sperm Wait. swim towards heat, right? Or yeah, just, yeah. So it was a, you, it was a woman in South Korea, I want to say, who was eating uh, a live. I think it was an octopus, not a squid. Oh, okay. um, and yeah, I guess like what, it cut her in the cheek while she was eating it. And it was filled with eggs, so like it, this, while she was eating it, it released eggs, and they all went into the cut, and like tried to impregnate uh, in the in the cheek, and so she had like this pain in her cheek, and it was swollen, and she had to go see a doctor, and they had to remove all this octopus octopus goo baby from her cheek. <laughs> that's not true. Yeah, that's apparently nasty. it is. That's no way. That's true. I'm going to Snopes for that. That's <laughs> no, like a this, Twilight this just, this Zone just came out. This was this was like a week or two ago that this happened. That's disgusting. Yeah, that is disgusting. And I just ate. A raw octopus. Okay, let me let me give you a challenge here. Why? Would you rather get your cheek impregnated by an octopus <laughs> or drink out of a spit cup, Gavin? Which would you rather? That's this week's animated adventure. <coughs> Is it the spit, spit cup, cup one? Cup. Great. That. Spit cup. Chris, Chris, Chris. Watching the animated adventure, you almost puked again. I know, because... It- which would you rather do? Uh, get get mouth fucked by an octopus or drink out of a spit cup? Gavin's eyes are tearing. He right now. He's getting that liquid face. Like yeah. his whole face is that, getting kind of loose and liquidy. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, stop! Stop! So you're gonna make me do it. Stop. <laughs> okay, we got to wrap up. We we, got, we went real long because we're happy to have you guys back. How do you do that? Uh, just your face makes me grossed. So thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you all at RTX this weekend. Woo-hoo. Where we will record another podcast. Where do we? Where are we going to go for lunch today?